I mean, we haven't even fought, and I mean, we, we got murdered instantly in, like, the only fight that we've had for, like, three sessions. <laughs> you, got, you guys keep coming back to the whole murder incident. <laughs> I mean, it's been six episodes, Christina. I feel like it was a pretty significant incident within those six episodes. It's Listen, literally murder. Sometimes you die for the lore, and sometimes uh, you don't. Hold on. Sometimes, Sometimes you, you feel die like a nut. for the lulls. Sometimes you die for the lore. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. I don't know what's going on, but I hate it. No, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna join me for that uh, possibly early nineties commercial. What, I don't know what more you want. Like a chorus? like a like a chorus? Like I don't know the song. my backup singers. Wow, Sometimes like... I just don't feel like a nut. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you have a headache. <laughs> Sometimes when we touch. Oh wait, no, that's the not... honesty's too much. Oh, yes, like the bard should be singing, not the DM. There we go. The perfect. That's the, clap. Uh, that's the Valentine's episode clap. song. Sometimes when we touch. Great. Now I'm gonna have that in my head for the As rest of the day. As Tuga slowly leans towards uh, Dreon. Uh, I will have. <laughs> this is this is this is the the group of us are like wandering through the forest or whatever, or the cave, and it's me next to Dreon. My girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah. I mean that's you're not wrong. Like the idea behind Dreon was that he was kind of this character who was either like murdering or like doing coke and you know, paying hookers. That was kind of his whole <laughs> thing. We just haven't had a lot of time for the coke and hookers, to be honest. You have your own club. In fact, you know, it could just be in. There's like two. There's like two women in it. Advancing the story. Yeah, why don't you just put some Leonid women in there? I've been very clear on this point. Hmm. I'm not going to. I will have everybody know if you roll a twenty tonight. Uh, some special music plays. Well, I wouldn't worry about it. It's more going to play when you roll a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no, guys, we're worry, supposed don't to. Don't worry, when I want to insight check a rat, <laughs> I'll get a 20. We're supposed to go into this session with positive attitudes. Uh, but can, should I remind you that this is going to be your first official boss battle? Positive <laughs> attitudes. Like, what did the Duke count as? No, 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 to be fair, the Duke, the Duke was one of those tutorial fights in a JRPG that you always lose. Like, you're supposed to lose. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we wake up and we're like, oh, we got to do it differently. Except I don't know if we learned anything. <laughs> uh, all you learned is that uh, you got... I Catman can't actually sneak attack. Oh. Hey, hey, a Catman snuck attack. And then the dice said I didn't. So I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh, we're blaming dice now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys actually, blame I my am. dice a lot. You guys blame my dice a ton. Ah, GM's rolling 20s. Ah, to be fair, 20s. Christina, you set yourself up for this. Like, you were like, oh, okay, yeah, Dreon is the only person who gets a surprise round because, you know, that might trivialize this fight. And then, you know, you just insulted the Minotaurs. <laughs> they wanted to They wanted to show that you, you should have had faith in them the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This is really, this is really, if we're being honest, your fault. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad everybody missed the game so much. <laughs> I'm like the rookie. I'm like the rookie who who finally got to get brought in, and everybody's like, "We're gonna go a little bit easier, but we're still gonna go kind of hard." And then I'm just sitting there holding like my level one shit, 
as everybody dies around me. <laughs> oh yeah, this is definitely a Final Fantasy XIV like dungeon run moment. Like the tank just runs off, is like, all right, I'm gonna pull the whole zone. Healer's like sitting behind. Oh wait, I'm not ready. Gets immediately split in half. Healer's just sitting there spamming Cure Three and then runs out of mana. Yeah. Yep. Why am I out of mana? What's happening? <laughs> Crit in the face. And then yeah, should have played better to have the opportunity to run out of mana. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You died full mana. Yeah, How does that happen? You died How does full that happen? <laughs> oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna take a sip of drink and we'll do a recap. And uh, we'll get started killing you again. I feel like we've recapped pretty effectively. Yeah, true. Yeah, the, the, the recap in this group is literally just us bitching. <laughs> it's, just, it's just trauma. It's just bitching it's about trauma, our past traumas. Yeah, it's pretty okay. much. Okay, well, with, with the recap of you guys going into the graveyard because uh, a ghost told you to, um, because yeah. a ghost brought you back to life and was like, hey, now you're my bitch. Please do me a favor and uh, go check out this graveyard. There's something sus going on there. Uh, you went to the graveyard and saw some rats and began stabbing them. And then there were larger rats. And then there were rats that talk. And then, but you decided not to stab those rats. Uh, and instead learned that uh, the rats were definitely doing horrible things. Uh, keeping people alive, buried underground in tombs. Uh, feeding them and giving them water as they suffered. And the energies from their suffering being absorbed into the lanterns that you have now procured for yourself. And as uh, <clears throat> you were warned by the rats who uh, were working for the duke, uh, and the rats didn't want to get into a tussle with you, but the rats pointed up here to this particular tomb and said, yeah, they don't really let us go in that one. Um, stay out. And you guys are like, okay, we're going to go in that one. And thus, mm -hmm. we are here. Uh, you all went up to this very, very fanciful tomb inside, dotted with lanterns in every corner, glowing with malevolent light. And Azrael, as they began picking up the lanterns and stuffing them into backpacks, something began to rise from the tomb. And, as we are here, what rises from the tomb seems to be a being radiating malevolent energy, its eyes full of hate. And the last thing it says before you are all plunged into combat was, Let me feast on your dreams. And I need everybody to roll initiative. I got a feeling Dreon's dreams is just going to give this nightmare elemental indigestion. <laughs> like yes let me see your dreams oh oh not those dreams oh oh, oh god a, fucking put the put some nsfw warnings on those dreams god damn damn you're a freak <laughs> <laughs> i will um, not be judged by a goddamn nightmare <laughs> no uh so technically Azrael does roll with advantage <laughs> but it didn't let me roll with advantage well it doesn't matter christina is clearly the one with the advantage Clearly, it doesn't matter. Uh, Remember when we were just having that conversation that we literally just had? <laughs> Remember when we were just talking about that thing we were talking about? <laughs> oh, Christina's yeah. just like conspicuously silent now. <laughs> I'm laughing, but yeah. also crying. Um, <clears throat> Azrael, roll again, please, and I will mark. Uh, I, I, I literally cannot. What do you mean? It doesn't, 
Oh, it doesn't let you? It doesn't let you roll. I can I can just roll another 20. Yeah, roll the 20. That's not any better, so it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Uh, so you'll take the 7. No, Combined it's a 9. <laughs> Combined, off. we almost equal 20. Oh, what's that? What's that? Sorry, Tugum, I didn't hear you. Combined, we almost equal 20. Yeah, you, you know, you vulture on your initiatives together and hope we get something done today. It literally almost rolled higher than all of us combined. <laughs> I didn't mean it! All right, well, now that we've started the roll hacks today, uh, the Nightmare Elemental lifts itself from the depths of the tomb and floats ominously in front of you. One thing that I will remind everybody tonight is that it will be very important for you to use your insight checks to divine what exactly this thing can do. I'm then, hearing you loud and clear. Everyone ask for the HP bar, even after we have the HP bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Nightmare Elemental looks at the assembled and chooses one of you. Hmm, I'm going to roll a 1d4. Kozlo, the elemental, points at you and begins summoning your darkest thoughts from the back of your head. She conjures up images of your repressed memories, summoning a nightmare from you, my little friend. One moment, please. And in the back of the room, materializes a small image of Koslo, shrouded in dark shadow. It floats there ominously, and it looks just like, just like him. And rolls like the DM, apparently. Koslo's nightmare. as it is summoned to life, begins to move forward. Let's see. <clears throat> and Koslo, what possibly would your nightmare be? Oh God! Koslo, is your nightmare this? You look down. And you see you no longer have any hands. Make me a dexterity saving throw, DC 12. God, not again! Easy. You push back the thoughts that are threatening to consume you. And you look down, and you notice you absolutely still do have your hands. Is that your darkest nightmare? Oslo, you're up. Alright. Not a fan of this nightmare thing. <laughs> so my force ball ballista? Ballista? Ballista! Blister? My force blister is going to attempt to shoot it, which I don't remember how to do in this thing. Uh, I 
think, let's see, your force ballista, I think I just have its abilities listed in its biography. Uh, range spell attack, 2d8 force damage, uh, pushing the target back up to five feet. And then yeah. you can walk 15 feet. I, I forget what role you use. The button. Oh, um, I think it is actually in D&D Beyond for yours because it's in your, um, should be in your minions tab, I think. Because I don't think for this actor I have created um, the actual ability it can do. So you'll probably have to cast that from D&D Beyond. Okay. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, you're an artificer. And you are an artillerist artificer. Artillerist. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I see your infusions. There's the homunculus servant. That's not what you have. I've never gotten around to actually doing half of my stuff. Uh, it's Eldritch, Eldritch Cannon. There you are. So your Force Ballista make a ranged spell attack. It originates from the canyon at one, or the cannon, at one creature or object within 120 feet. So ranged spell attack for you, Kozlo. Okay. And that should be on your character sheet. Your ranged spell attack is, let's see... You cast at a plus three. Let's see your proficiency plus your modifier. Let me just double check your uh, range spell attack, Cosmo. I remember when I last used my other cannon like six weeks ago. I had a button I could push that did all of this, but now I don't know where that button has gone. I think this particular cannon is new and doesn't have the button um, attached to it. So let me um, okay. let me see if I can find. Uh, give me one second. Did your cannon like upgrade when we leveled up? I have three different cannons that I. Can... Yeah, he has three cannons. Last time I made the flamethrower cannon, which is like a. AOE short range one. This is a single target long range one that also has a knockback. All right, so your uh, your range spell attacks at a plus six. So if you just want to roll a one d twenty plus six at your target, um, then that that is absolutely fine. And we can just do that for tonight because you're not going to have a button on this guy. You'll just have to roll it manually. I it rolled twice. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna delete the second one. Uh, what? Uh, Twenty-one absolutely hits the your nightmare. Okay, and then it's two d eight force damage. That's correct. And it'll knock it back five feet. Okay. All right. It takes eight force damage. You bring up. And is pushed back five feet. And as, as it is shunted back into the tomb. And I will 
chuck a firebolt at it. All right, make me that roll. Kozlo, as you are looking at your nightmare, you notice that deep and dark thoughts are burbling up inside of your head. You can't seem to damage or directly target your own nightmare. I don't like this thing! Kozlo, would you like to use your insight check to divine any more information from this nightmare? Yes. All right, roll insight for me. All right, I will um, let you know that you can insight for things like um, its skills, speed, vulnerabilities, resistances, immunities, etc. I will also let you know that it has four traits, a bonus action, and two separate actions, one you have seen already. And one trait you have seen already. Okay, I don't actually remember what I've seen already from this thing. Uh, it's been from, like five minutes. <laughs> from the nightmare, you have seen that it can cast uh, Lukma, which makes you think that you do not have any hands and you would okay. be considered disarmed. I would like to know what its... I guess I might as well know what its health bar is. All Start right. with that. Very good. And there you are. The force blast from the cannon seems to have done some damage to it. And Kozlo, does that end your round? Yes. Next up, Tugum. Tugum, you, ah! you see that Kozlo's nightmare has advanced on him. He used his cannon to blast it back. But his firebolt passed right through it without damaging it. Kozlo seems shaken. Okay. I will first. Let's see here. I'm first going to uh, try and attack it with my crossbow. All right. Absolutely. A 15 hits. Alrighty, and then uh, I'm going to use my Psychic Blade. I guess I don't want to use Psychic Blade, right? Uh, what does it do? When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend one use of your Bardic Inspiration to deal an extra Psychic Damage to that target, 3d6 Psychic Damage to that target. You can only do so once per round on your turn. That is absolutely up to you. Um, you definitely hit it, so you can choose to expend it if you like. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like Psychic versus a, a Nightmare Pokemon doesn't work. Uh, usually, uh, you would want to insight first to, in order to gain information about its weaknesses before attacking. Uh, well, we didn't do that. Uh, I'm just so now you have to choose. I'm going to choose not to this time. Okay. So I'm going to roll for damage, right? Yep. That's correct. 
All right. And you notice your arrow sinks into the nightmare, but it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you think it does. It seems to be resistant to your damage. Instead of seven, it is going to do four. Tugum, you've used your attack action. You have bonus action. You can move. Um, I'm going to choose to cast, for my bonus action, I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Dreon. Ooh, very good. Uh, I'm so inspired. Huh? I'm so inspired. Thank uh, you. Right. Dreon, you have Bardic Inspiration. I have marked it for you. Fog? It says consume available usage and consume resource. Do I want to do both of those? Yes. Okay. All right. So for and the next I'll, 10 minutes, he I'll, has a 1d8. And I'll inside check it now. Okay. Order lull. Yeah. What would you like to know? Uh, vulnerabilities? Huh. <clears throat> Very good. It's vulnerable to psychic damage. <laughs> I hate you, I hate you so much, Christina. Uh, also, that is not its only vulnerability. Do I get to know the other vulnerability? Nope. Okay. Only if I you either my, roll I, a 20 or somebody else finds out. Alright, I have my turn then. Right. No, I ignore that errant glaive. <laughs> I ignore the errant glaive. Azrael. It is your turn. Uh, apparently, my announce label is mildly bugged. Look into that. Uh, Azrael will put up their Twilight Sanctuary. Oh! Oh shit! Oh Man. shit! Make, gotta make more, more, more special effects. I love it. Uh, you. <laughs> what is your holy symbol, by the way? I'm curious. Uh, on Azrael's like big round shield in the center is uh, a uh, like a lunar cycle that just goes straight across like crescent uh, like waxing crescent to uh, full moon to waning crescent and then on the chest of their plate mail is also the same symbol but when they cast uh, the sanctuary the shield actually lights up Nice. Casting weird disco purple dim light. Very good. Did that work? I uh, yep, it did. Uh, I see. I see disco light. It's just there's a lot of light in here, so but I it is working. Color? No, it's fine. Okay, I can't. I can't actually distinguish it, but that's fine. Uh, okay, and then we're going to also. Yes, with a, a bonus action. Spiritual weapon. All right, bust out your spiritual oh. weapon, please. Uh, oh, it's under ascended players. All right, we got it. Oh, I'll fix that. Like this, this Akashiba like. The gratuitous, like, Akashiba-themed everything is just not... I mean, you realize awesome. that's who people come here for, right? It's not It's not for <laughs> fucking Israel. That's some bullshit. Oh, God. God, sorry you're trying to go up against the most charismatic person in all of Arctis campaigns. True. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Uh, actually going to insight big one. Oh, very good. What would you like to know? Um, let's do... Uh, how do they feel about radiant damage? Can I can I ask it that pointedly? Because I don't really give a shit about a lot of resistances. Sure. Uh, it's vulnerable to radiant damage. Oh, cool, cool. Tight. Uh, um, which is, I don't think, what the spiritual weapon does, but that's okay for future rounds. Uh, spiritual weapon will attack Kozlov's uh, little guy. Little nightmare. Oh. All right, let's see it. Why is your spirit chant or sword chant so big? Whoa, it is really big. That's fine. Just, uh, it looks bigger in his hand. <laughs> uh, and 11 misses. Cool. Uh, that is Azrael's turn. You know, this is why people care about Akash, but you can't even use sword chant right. <laughs> well, because it's not sword chant. Yeah, it's, it's sword sama. I'm sorry. It's I see sword chant. I don't see nothing else, Chan. I see Sword Chan. I'm going to have to draw a Spectral Scythe, and I'm just going to do it. Dreon, you're up. Uh, Dreon watches all these events unfold and looks at uh, Kozlo and looks at Kozlo's nightmare. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure I only need one of you. <laughs> and uh, dashes forward towards the nightmare. Um, uh, he stops as he arrives at it and uh, quickly gives it the once over. Oh. <laughs> God. Why couldn't that be my attack roll? Um, uh, Dreon would like to know a resistance, and uh, I don't know if he has two resistances. I guess we'll take two resistances. Okay. Uh, it is resistant. Um, you already know one, so it's resistant yeah. to non-magical physical. Um, yeah. It is also resistant to cold damage and force damage. Got it. Okay, uh, Drion is going to swing his very magical plus one glaive at it. You have Bardic Inspiration, don't forget. Yeah. Ooh, uh, nice. 16 hit. A 16 hits. Okay. Going to roll damage. What is this? Why are you rolling things? What, why am I rolling things? Uh, okay. Uh, All right, you hit it, it for 11 slashing. Okay. <laughs> going to roll the bonus action here. And 11 uh, misses. Going to use the Bardic Inspiration die. Uh, actually, you know what? Never mind. Never mind on that. Okay. Uh, he is going to action surge. And is going to swing a second. Time Don't to you get a second attack? Oh, yeah. That's right. Hit level five. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to use a normal. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to attack. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right, all right, let's do it. Oof, that misses. <laughs> okay, going to, going to action surge for real. <laughs> He's surging! Send it! A 20 hits. Okay, roll damage. 14. 14, very good one. I thought that was actual zero. Dreon, as you action surge and finally bring your glaive to bear, you dissipate Kozlo's nightmare, and it vanishes into the ether. Nothing can hate that guy. Dreon snickers. Um, that is going to be the end of his turn. You, 
you do get another attack as part of your action charge. You get your action I've taken, charge. I've taken three attacks. Is that Am I supposed to get more? Your action surge, I think you should get another full round of attacks. I'm pretty sure. It says one additional action per turn. Right. So you take the attack action. You get two attacks with your attack action. Yeah, that is that is true. So you do attack Okay, sorry. The way it, it being worded <clears throat> one additional action is just confusing. Um, yeah, if it's one additional attack, it, then that would be one attack. But an action is whatever you can do on your action. Okay, cool. Um, Dreon, after slicing through the nightmare, uh, cat-like, dashes forward. Can I? It's not letting me jump up on the, the tomb. Just oh, I can put you up there. Boop. It just has right. a little bit of collision. Yep, yeah, he jumps up uh, on the tomb and is going to swing again with his glaive. Does a sixteen hit? Hmm, a sixteen would hit solidly, but it seems like your glaive passes through the nightmare, as not all of you have faced your inner demons yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, uh... Trion looks back. Yeah, this thing's not getting stabbed for some reason, or sliced, so gotta think on that one. Uh, but that's gonna end his turn. Yes. Feed me more dreams. And she summons another repressed memory. <clears throat> This time, Kozlo is not a target, as he has already faced his fear. This time, it summons up the memories of Tugum, the nightmare appearing in the back of the room, manifesting as a duplicate of the orcish bard, but again, wrapped in shadow. on that thing, it's gonna just fucking kill itself. <laughs> Dark? Uh, Tugum. Your nightmare, apparently, rolling absolutely smashing initiative once again. Moves forward. This time, converging on Azrael. And, as I pop out this character sheet... The nightmare extends a hand towards Azrael. So that's hit points for Drian since he ended his turn in the twilight. Ooh, Drian, you got some temp hit points. Please mark them down. Oh, nice. How many is that? Ten? Yeah, you get ten. Ten. Sorry, I just have to remember to do that at the end of your guys' turn. The nightmare attempts to make Azrael expressionless, forcing you into silence. Never speak again. Azrael, make me a charisma saving throw. Weirdly think Azrael would actually be okay with that. Azrael, you succeed, and you are not silenced until the end of your next turn. Very charismatic. The shadow dips back to where it was and attempts to hide in the shadows as a bonus action. Okay, 
Kozlo, you're up. How's that feel? He's doing, <laughs> a, he's doing a he's doing a good job back there, guys. Uh, the nightmare clearly not hiding very well. Uh, here comes here comes nightmare. Starts playing a bagpipe. <laughs> Got him. But the nightmare is the music is actually good. Ah. Uh, oh. Whoa, he starts battle. playing a bagpipe, and it's like Eric Clapton coming out of you. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Kozlo, you're up. Uh, does the tomb thing in the way confer it any form of cover from uh, where I'm standing? For you, my short friend, yes. Uh, this thing would have three quarters cover on you. Okay. So Cannon Bay is going to stomp over. Is this is this a spot I can stand in? That is, that is sufficient. Okay. I'll allow it for now. Cannon Bay is going to stop stomp over there and attempt to shoot it. Alright, give her the business. An 11 misses. And then Goblin Bay is going to I guess chuck a firebolt at it. Ooh, 18 hits. For 10 fire damage. Very good. Now that firebolt hits very satisfyingly, and the nightmare seems to break apart and dissipate under the force of the fire. Alrighty, so this is how today's gonna go. <laughs> uh, three crit insight checks. Stop! <laughs> Stop it! Use your you 20s can't on have secrets. <laughs> what would you like to know? I would like to know its health bar and one ability that we haven't seen yet. Alright, very good. There's its health bar. And I will show you this ability. Uh, I don't know why it's looking like that, but uh, it seems to trigger some sort of deja vu. Each successful attack on a nightmare has a 10% chance to trigger its nightmare effect on the attacker. Oslo, does that end your round? Uh, yes, I will need to get some temp HP from Azrael. Brother, may I have some tempting? <laughs> Brother, please. Please, oh, may I have some hit there. points? Oh my god. Tugum, you're up. Alrighty. Tugum, one thing I will remind you is that you have seen the ability Dark Thoughts, which uh, ensures that you personally cannot damage or directly target your own nightmare. Damage or directly target my own nightmare? I so badly wanted to cast Vicious Mockery at it. I mean, you can still mock it. <laughs> it just may be your own feelings that are hurt. <laughs> yes, mock your own inner feelings. Oh, I have feelings! <laughs> um... So I can't insight check it because I can't target it, right? You cannot directly target it, no. Directly target it. Alrighty. 
Let's take a look see's around the spell book. There's nothing. It I might guess be I guess good... slow, right? Slow would be the play. Uh, slow is a direct target spell. Oh, it says. Okay. If you have any Shoot, sort of uh, AOE effects, that's a potential, or even buff effects on your friends, that's also an option. Should be, uh, it's one of your class abilities, I believe. Should be under features. Yep, it's under features, words of terror. Nope, that's worthless. Uh, I guess I'm just going to... I don't know what to do. <laughs> Do you have anything that you would like to cast on your friends? I guess, yeah. Let's see, I can cast... Hmm. Enhance ability is a potential option. The way the way I'm trying to click on my character sheet for this to read is hard. Oh, you just Enhance... click on the uh, the spell name, and then it'll bring the, the drop-down down? Well, because I was clicking on actions, and it doesn't come up, and then I have to click on, like, spellbook. Yeah, because right, it's um... in your spellbook, yeah. Okay, I'll cast Enhance Ability on Drion. Okay. No, Azrael. I'll do Azrael because Drion still got Bardic Inspiration. All right, you're concentrating on Enhance Ability, and you get to choose one of the following abilities. Now, mind you, you do need to touch. Asriel, so you need to step forward five feet. And then which one of those abilities will you confer onto Azrael? Um, let's see. Last time he needed charisma. So... It doesn't I help saving throws. Keep that in mind if that's what you're basing oh. it on. Okay, what, what, uh... It only helps with, like, ability checks. Okay, what are your ability checks? What, like, what do you need? In intelligence oh. or wisdom? Uh, maybe wisdom would help? Alright, I'll give him Owl's Wisdom. Alright, very good. And then I moved it on my turn. Alright. Azrael, you now have advantage on wisdom checks. Azrael, it is your round. Tugum's Nightmare oh, is attempting okay, to hide okay. in the back. Uh, Ezreal's going to step up here. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, you guys are fine. Can Ezreal move? Can Ezreal, like, stand here? You would have to climb up there. It is about five feet up. Uh, um, uh, if I actually have to climb, that's probably a bad idea. So we'll just move here. 
Um, oh, sorry. Also forgot. Here, Tugum. Have hit points. You get six. Uh, and Azrael's going to cast... Nope. Not features. Spellbook. Oh, whoops. No, that's correct. You did it right, Tugum. Ah! Uh, Tugum, are you okay? It yeah. looks like you dropped all your hit points. <laughs> we good? Uh, <laughs> Azrael, you're good? You were casting Spirit Guardians instead of yeah. uh, Twilight Sanctuary? Uh, no, Twilight Sanctuary is not a concentration spell. It's uh, it's Channel Divinity. Uh, so Spirit Guardians is now the concentration spell. Oh, very good. So they can overlap. Oh my we god. Got a rave going on in here. There is some serious <laughs> raving happening. <laughs> I wonder if there's a bagpipe version of that song on YouTube. Uh, so Azrael holds their shield up and uh, kind of like bows their head and erupting from uh, their armor, you see all of these little spectral forms of different people. Uh, a couple children, uh, a couple like full-size like adults. Uh, one of them kind of like this scary motherfucker who you guys have seen, who you guys briefly saw before uh, with a butcher's knife and just like a, a wicked grin. And then you also see uh, uh, the one who scared the crap out of you, Kozlo, while you guys were while we were in the ethereal plane and they just start flitting around stabbing the shit out of everything but not you guys <laughs> maybe 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 uh so yeah i'm just trying to like figure out when this triggers to be clear rave uh, uh so, start, of, start of their turn uh no it's uh area for the first time on a turn or starts their turn there so they it triggers now as well uh, for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there oh okay so it will trigger now for both of them if but that one's invulnerable so whatever that is true all right Tugum's nightmare will roll let me see if I can actually do this from here nope it won't push it one second uh oh okay Uh, okay. It fails. Uh, it takes twenty-three radiant damage. <laughs> Jesus! Um, the the ghost, excuse me, the nightmare, immediately evaporates as it is pummeled by the spirit guardians. You and see, then... just like Tanner, just like creep up from behind it, and just with the butcher's knife, just come around its neck and just like slices its head off and holds its head for a second, like chuckling to himself. Lucky Tanner. Scary fucker. Tanner's Tanner's not a cool guy. He's also an incel, but what? Oh my God. <laughs> canonically, what the fuck? canonically, just a little bit of background for you. Just a yeah. little bit of lore on Tanner. Okay, yeah. Well, fuck Tanner. Fuck Tanner. Jesus. Well, don't act. Don't act. Don't, don't actually. That's don't, yeah, don't, don't do fuck that. Tanner. Don't fuck Tanner. But fuck Tanner though. Yeah. But don't. That's oh. <laughs> real. Does that end your round? Uh, uh, I mean, 
uh, Sai Chan. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna recanonize. It's Saifu. Sai Saifu. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess they'll swing at the the nightmare elemental, but it's not gonna do anything. Just to be clear. And the sword cuts clean through. Uh, oh, I guess we had insight. We didn't insight at the beginning, so we'll just do that. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, insight's a wisdom check, so I get to make it an advantage. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, uh, yeah. What would you like to know? Save. Uh, thanks, Tugum. Thanks, Tugum. No uh, I guess let's go for more abilities. All right. Hmm. Would you like to know an action or a trait? Uh, if we have more traits, I guess let's go traits. All right. You have seen subliminal. You have seen, uh, not this one. Nightmares do double damage to unconscious targets. <coughs> oh. Targets damaged in this way do not regain consciousness. Oh. Dear. Okay. Uh-huh. That's it. That's Azrael's turn. Azriel, at the end of your round, the Nightmare Elemental will take a Paragon action. And forcing everybody to remember that one embarrassing thing you did in high school. Each non-undead creature within 60 feet of any Nightmare, uh, it does count itself, that is looking at it, let's make a Wisdom saving throw. Sick. Kazlo, you succeed. Azriel, you succeed with advantage. Uh, <clears throat> Dreon, you fail. Uh, I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration die here, see if that gets me anything. Okay. Nope. Just makes me look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, a, tw- four. a 12? Do is I have anything that... 12 was one shy. Do I have anything that would no I don't I think I get something later as a warrior to like re-roll on saving throws but it is not today it is not today Tugum and Dreon both fail and you are frightened for three rounds as you recall those embarrassing things that you did back in high school Jokes on you, I don't get embarrassed. <laughs> Dreon, you're up. You are curtain- currently frightened. Uh, you no longer have bardic inspiration. Oh, whoa, what a way to waste my spell, bro. He almost uh, So, as being frightened, Dreon just can't advance towards the person and, in fact, has to like go in the opposite direction. Uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. You cannot willingly yeah. move closer to it. Wow. Fair. But the thing is dead now, so it's just the disadvantage, right? Uh, it counts the nightmare elemental okay. here. Yeah. Uh, you can't attack anyway because we haven't all seen our nightmares. Yeah. I'm trying to think what Dreon would remember. Dreon didn't go to high school. I'm trying to remember, like, what would he, what would he be like embarrassed <laughs> about as a young mercenary? What, what um, terrible things have you done as a young mercenary? Uh, I'm going to say that Dreon probably while waiting one night uh, on a mission 
uh, farted very loudly while supposed to be keeping quiet. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It's the goddamn food. <laughs> and he's going to, can you move him down off the tube next to Kozlo? I can't. Why would you bring enchiladas on a stealth mission? <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to like come over here and he's like, I couldn't help it. I tried to hold it in. <laughs> uh, and that's going to end his turn. <laughs> Uh, at the end of your turn, you are no longer frightened. Because being in Azrael's Twilight Sanctuary, they can also end any effects causing charmed or frightened. What? Triana's no longer afraid. All right. Would you like it's me like... to relink? Un undo it. There you go. All right. Start's not afraid. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Let's see this turn. <laughs> at the start of the turn, uh, the Nightmare ele Elemental summons again these repressed memories and this time choosing uh, Azrael Azrael's nightmare is summoned in the back of the room Uh, since it's materializing, does it technically have to roll against Spirit Guardians? Yes, it does. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw. It fails. Oh, man. Where's Spirit Guardians? There we go. I thought Azrael couldn't uh, harm their own nightmare. Oh, it's that AoE damage? I don't know if oh, that makes that sense. That is actually correct. Azrael like cannot, Azrael cannot tar, uh, damage her own nightmare. That is correct. Gerard, not sorry because you did this to me the other night. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Kozlo, you're up. Kozlo's going to start by just sort of glancing over at Dreon. Just going. Wait, hold what in? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hold one in! Trian just looks up now, like no longer afraid. Just shut up! <laughs> Trian, what'd you do? <laughs> okay. Uh, Horse Bay is gonna shoot at the nightmare. Alright, let's see it. And a uh, 24 hits. As the cannon blaps it, it is resistant to force damage. Takes four damage instead of seven. Uh, would it also be knocked back? It is. Hooray, now it's out of line of sight for me. <laughs> that is correct. God damn it, cannon, what the fuck do I pay you for? Blast it. Actually, you haven't paid the cannon, and the cannon is now threatening to unionize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I chuck a grenade at it from here? Uh, do I need you, to step like? like you would have I don't to get. Know where to step? Can I go like here? You would have to get like yeah. There is fine. Okay. As you kind of squeeze in on Azrael's right. Hey, Azrael, not doing anything creepy back here, I promise. 
said every guy ever. <laughs> like six of the twelve ghosts just like turn and stare at you. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Kozlo. Which, oh, firebolting. Fire All right, let's see it. Thirteen hits. Or eighteen fire damage. As he blasts away at the nightmare with fire, it begins to disapparate. <laughs> That's the fourth insight check you guys have crit tonight. Stop it. I would really love to be able to use those rolls on, you know, damage. <laughs> anything, anything else. You can know two things. Well, let's go ahead and see the health bar. And what else do we not know at this point? I feel like we've we've insulted like these a lot. things so many There's times. There's a lot we don't know about like the main thing, I'm sure. Oh, right. Could I use that on the main thing too? You Is can, the absolutely. The main thing? Okay. Mm -hmm. I will preemptively show the health bar on the main thing then, I guess. All right. <clears throat> there you are. Oh my God, it's full. What a surprise. <laughs> uh, and that ends my turn. All right. Kozlo, at the end of your round, the nightmare elemental takes a paragon action. It turns towards Azrael and Koslo, lifting a hand to its face, as if it's blowing dust off its palm, and casts a wave of sleep upon them. Each non-undead creature in a 30-foot cone make me a DC 11 constitution saving throw. Excuse me, that clearly says constitution. Constitution. Oh no. Uh, as part of being reborn uh, in Azrael's deathless nature, magic can't put her, them to sleep. Kozlo, you succeed, and you shake off the effects of the sleep the elemental is trying to put you under. Not right now, Lady A. I never try to take weird powders, it raves. Sleep. <laughs> Dugum, you're up. You are currently frightened. You cannot move closer to the Nightmare Elemental. Alright, well then I'm going to... I'm going to attack it. A crossbow. It's 30 feet, I think. 20 feet. That should be fine. <coughs> you miss. Of course I do. Oh. Let me just crit my insight check, right? Yeah, go ahead. Insight. Crit that insight check. <laughs> just tell your dice it's an insight check. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at it. Let's see it. 
You whisper a discordant me melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking with terrible pain. It makes a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes a bunch of psychic damage. Okay. Makes a wisdom saving throw. Uh, it succeeds. I am my turn. <laughs> uh, you still do half. You still, do, you half still do half damage. Okay. Uh, it is vulnerable to psychic damage, so it takes twenty-six damage. And well, that's half. Uh, oops, sorry, half. It takes thirteen. Sorry about that. Uh, however, thirteen is still enough to kill it, and it immediately, once again. Disapparates. Yeah. Get him, Tugum. Hey, I'm contributing. You also get 10 temp HP. And I no longer frightened, right? Oh, were you frightened? Okay, never mind. You don't get 10 temp HP. You get rid of your frightened then. Right. You already had temp <clears throat> HP anyway, didn't you? No, he, he, he was damaged. Yeah, he was damaged. So. Oh. But it, well, doesn't... it doesn't heal, so it's still temp HP technically. That will come and play at some point. It's not free healing. Well, that should be a 23 with 10 temp HP, then. I don't know how to change that. I'll fix it. Uh, let's see. Tim, uh, how much temp HP does he have? Uh, as, as I, think the, I think the roll was 6. I think it was, turn. too. Okay. Yeah, it was It was a low roll on that one, but it's still uh, something. Tugum, in your character sheet, uh, where your hit points are, it has, like, a, a TMP. That's your temp hit point area. You can just plug in your temp hit points there. I, I just did it for you, though. Okay, so you're, you're actually... You're good. You are kosher. I don't see it on my character sheet, though. Uh, double click on hit points. As you say, like, 23 out of 33. Oh, I see. Under okay, it, see yeah. Now it has six and then, like, a max hit points. Yeah, I, I couldn't find, like, the actual hit point box. It was just taking me a second. Oh, good. Azrael, does that... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Azrael, you're up. Uh, I mean, I guess Azrael just insight checks it. That's that's all they can do. All right. What would you like to know? Uh, does it have any more traits? Or should we move on to abilities? Uh, it does. Let's see. Or actually, um, I, I would move on to abilities. It, 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 whatever. Uh, we can do either one. Uh, the one you haven't seen yet is that it can recall certain amounts of torment from your past, uh, inflicting psychic damage upon its enemies. This is considered its standard attack. Okay. I think that's the end of Azrael's turn. Alright, Drian, you're up. Uh, Drian takes a step forward, looks up at the Nightmare Elemental... Come on, just get it over with. I know what's gonna happen here. It's got everyone else. There's honestly nothing you can fucking show me that's gonna upset me that goddamn hard. <laughs> he says after complaining that people <laughs> knew about his farting secret. Um, <laughs> and Driana ends his turn. Alright, at the start of the turn, the Nightmare Elemental summons the last of the repressed memories. And this time, it is Drian's. That is the ugliest ghost I've ever seen, Drian. Rude. He's trying his best. Drian's nightmare uh, starts its turn. 
<coughs> and immediately takes damage from Azrael. Uh, well, it makes wisdom save first. Oh, yeah. that is correct. Twenty. Which apparently has been rolling both like the it succeeds radiant and necrotic together, which is kind of dumb. So I'm just gonna do three d eight. Uh, I mean, I so can takes... if I click it, I, it splits them apart, so it's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm not gonna hunt for it anyway. So it takes seven radiant damage. All right. Uh, <laughs> radiant damage. Oh, So it just takes seven radiant damage. Oh, seven. Okay. Yeah, because it saved. Oh yeah. And the nightmare floats forward. And attempts to attack Dreon. One moment. Dreon, it invokes memories of potential servitude in the hopelessness and despair of the indentured. Make me a strength saving throw. You succeed, and you are not restrained by your like, thoughts. Drian looks like very unamused with this thing. Kozlo, <laughs> you're up. All right. Cannon's gonna step over here. Shoot the thing. It misses. God damn it, what the hell do I pay you for? <laughs> Meep up. You don't pay me. <laughs> uh, I guess we do another grenade. There I we mean go. I mean, I do an insight check. I mean, I do an insight check. <laughs> it's an insight grenade. An insight it shows grenade. you all the secrets inside it. <laughs> Oh, look! Oh, God, there's guts in here! I never knew! Although that would be pretty surprising if you blew up the nightmare and it had blood in it. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, you crit? old man Peters in a suit the whole time. <laughs> no! Jesus! Uh, Kozlo, your firebolt does 30 fire damage. Immediately... Wait. Ugh. Completely disapparating the nightmare. You see, Cannon, that's what you're supposed to do. Dreon actually weighs for uh, at it as it disapparates. Yeah, I mean that's pretty on brand. <laughs> <laughs> the nightmare elemental, now hungering for more dreams, becomes enraged. Tuka, you were up. Alrighty. I'm going to inside check first. What would you like to know? Uh, any other abilities we haven't seen? Hmm. Yeah. So you've seen the embarrassing things in high school. You've seen the, the torment, the repressed memories. You've seen the sleep breath. Actually, you know all of its actions. It also has a paragon action, so it can take two attacks in a, in a single round. Alrighty. I'm going to. Uh, it does have 
another damage immune. Actually, it has damage immunities. Um, and two traits, that you, two minor traits you have not seen. Okay. Um, you can choose. I will. One. I'm going to try and attack with my crossbow here. You miss. miss. Of course I do. And then I'm going to cast. Uh, I'm going to cast dissonant whispers on it. All right, let's see it. Uh, it looks like you have to make a wisdom saving throw. All right, wisdom saving throw. Here we go. It succeeds. Awesome. On a failed, let's see, on a success, it takes half damage and doesn't have to move away. So roll damage, it'll take half. All right, 11 psychic damage. Halved will be five. However, it's vulnerable to psychic damage, so uh, it takes 11. Um, I believe... Do I have a bonus? No, I'm going to end my turn then. Tugum, at the end of your round, the elemental decides to take a paragon action. And it moves forward. You get three more temp HP though, Tugum. Alright. Oh my god. So you go from six to nine. And it attempts to reach into Kozlov's mind, trying to recall the torment of his past. Oslo, does a 17 hit? Yes. And you take 16 psychic damage as it pulls at your thoughts. That temp HP looking real good right now. Asriel, you're up. Uh, did it not... Did that not roll wisdom uh, against spirit guardians when it went? Oh, uh, that was a paragon action. Does it roll? Oh. Does it have to roll on a paragon action? I didn't think it did. I thought it was the start of its turn. Oh man, you're gonna make me look at the look at the thing. I don't know. I don't. I, it it will not trigger on each paragon action. That's well, it, yeah. It, when no, it that, starts that's... its turn and when it uh... yeah, no, when yeah. Oh, because it got released literally right after its turn. Okay, that's why it got to skip another whole round of it. Cool. Um, <laughs> start with insight. What would you like to know? Uh, another feature or trait? Like you said, it went enraged and it like is doing something different. <laughs> is that actually related to something? Uh, she is now moving about and is able to be attacked. Uh, she will be very aggressive in her abilities. However, the, uh, the traits that she has will be relatively minor as she has incorporeal movement and can move through things because she is ghost-like. But otherwise, okay. the, the enrage does not change her core abilities. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Azrael will cast Guiding Bolts. 
26 hits. Nice. For 10 radiant damage. All right. That's actually kind of a roll. That's a really well roll. Ezreal, what else would you like to do with your round? Uh, spiritual weapon loops up here and is going to attack. But I actually have to. Oh, wait. Can I actually. Oh, this isn't its actual stats. How do you make the spiritual weapon work, Rob? Like, what's the best way to make it work? Did you just make, like, a macro for it or something? Uh, nope. I just always click to the, uh, under the spell description, I just click to the, uh... Oh, okay. No. You just click attack? Yeah. It's usually the fastest. Yeah, okay. Uh, 14 14 misses. Okay. Uh, that That is Azrael's turn. Dreon, you're up. All right, Trion uh, is going to um, try to leap. So Dreon's going to try. Well, it's fine. This is just difficult terrain. If you could just put him, uh, put Dreon here. Okay. Dreon is going to like jump over the tomb. Um, and Dreon is going to look very pleased as he can finally begin attacking this thing. So Dreon is going to swing with Magic Wave at advantage. 24 Six. hits. Yeah. Gonna roll some damage. 12. Uh, ignore that. Bonus okay. attack. At advantage. 18. That hits. Okay. So first attack is going to be... 16 damage total. Second attack... 18. 18 hits. All right. Normal. 12. And, yeah, only gets one bonus attack. And, yeah, going to roll insight now. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me alone. Why? I had so many advantaged rolls there. Okay. Uh, I don't. Is there even two things left, Christina? Um, it is immune to necrotic and poison damage. Okay. Great. Uh, Dreyad is going to slash through it uh, twice with Gusto um, and seem disappointed when it's still maintaining something uh, resembling a form. Um, <laughs> that's going to end his turn. All right. The start of the round, the nightmare elemental. Again. Attempts to cast Sleep Breath. What is an attempt to cast a Wisdom Save? Or else it's going to eat some damage. Oh no! Wisdom Save? Wisdom Save! Always wrapped in clerics. It fails? It's 15 radiant damage. Zort! (laughs) As the Nightmare Elemental begins to break up against Azrael's radiant light. It attempts to lure Kozlo and Tugum into sleep. Kozlo and Tugum, make me a constitution saving throw. Kozlo, you succeed. Tugum, you <clears throat> barely succeed. 
And you are not lulled yeah. to sleep. So for a quick nap, you know what I mean? Kozlo, you're up. Kozlo looks at the elemental, peering at it, kind of like sizing it up a bit, sensing that it's obviously very, very weak. Your dreams. Give them to me. It attempts to stab it with a dagger. A 23 hits? Kozlo, this will kill the nightmare elemental. What do you do? He just sort of gingerly rummages through his pack of, like, weird bombs and shit until he finds, like, an old rusty dagger that he's apparently been carrying around this entire time. And just kind of <laughs> looks up at the looks up at the thing, looks down at the dagger, looks up at the thing, and just kind of goes, poke! <laughs> <sighs> and with a pained whisper, a scream in the ethereal, the nightmare elemental disappears. And the battle against the nightmare elemental and your nightmares is now over. Uh, Dreon walks up to Kozlo. So anyway, when I was about, uh, I don't know, 15 or 16, one night, me and the rest of the Wild Hunt were, uh, were waiting outside trying to get the jump on a rival mercenary crew. We must have been sat in there about three hours waiting for our moment. Captain keeps saying, wait, wait, and, you know, I'd, I'd eaten some things that maybe shouldn't have eaten, and, uh, We'll just say I gave away our position. Kozlo looks up at him. He's just blinking, very confused. As Drian continues telling the story, it becomes clear from Kozlo's facial expression that he has completely forgotten the entire thing. And so he's now just confused why Drian is walking up to him and telling him this story out of nowhere. Drian looks at him as like uh, he finishes the story, kind of waiting for like some form of apprehension and when none comes he just shrugs this whole place is a fucking circus <laughs> just walks past <laughs> what uh, okay as the nightmare elemental is banished a massive crack appears in the tomb does anybody want to look inside yeah Ah. Kozlo peers I mean, into the crack. We... I guess. All right. If you would like to remove the heavy stone of the tomb, you must make me an athletics check, please. Can I see anything, like, light coming out from the crack or anything? Or can I see anything through the crack? Uh, you can make me an investigation check, sure. Try and peer in there. And you scramble up onto the tomb. It's a little bit taller than you are and peer into it. And only darkness is beyond your dark vision. You can see what, a, what you think is uh, a handle of a weapon and maybe a glint of gold, along with uh, a very heavy, musty smell of death. As soon as Kozlo sees what he thinks looks like gold, he's just going to start scrambling, trying to like push the bit of the... Uh 
the broken bit of the tomb lid away. Uh, Trion's gonna look at Azrael. Uh, what's what's the thing you do? You you put the hand on the my shoulder and you you make weird noises and then I'm better at things. What is that? Oh, uh, one of like before the spirit guardians totally fade away. Azrael, Timmy, Timmy, over here. One of like the little children comes scampering over and takes your hand, <clears throat> just stares up at you expectantly. You have guidance, sure. Help me lift the stones. Child labor. Dreon uh, looks at the kid. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me right. another 1d4 because of guidance. Okay. You just told him to get lost, huh? I don't know <laughs> if that's how that works. Take my buff and run. <laughs> Kozla, between you and Dreon, you pick up the broken piece of the heavy tomb and set it aside. And inside, the first thing you see are the uh, feet of a skeleton. Oh, Jesus! <gasps> what did uh, you think was going to be in there? That's usually where skeletons live. <laughs> well, you should have told me that before. No, I'm sorry. I thought you had at least a quarter of a brain and would piece it together. <laughs> I don't think skeletons live. Uh, the clothes of the skeleton have long since rotted away. Once it may have been a beautiful and intricate set of ropes this skeleton was wearing, but now is threadbare. Only the nicest parts remaining. Oh, gross! It's naked! Nude skeletons! You find the, the treasure cache in inside this tomb, and it contains a bag of gems. Is Azrael writing this down? Oh, I guess. Who is your official note-taker? Alright, bag of gems. The bag of gems includes a black onyx, a diamond, a pearl, and a large piece of amber. Peering inside the tomb, there are more goodies. Um, there also seems to be... And this is very strange. <coughs> a pair of pipes in there. A musical instrument, like a flute. Also alongside the corpse is a silvered morning star. And looped around its neck, a golden brooch. And on its golden surface, it is emblazoned with an image of a shield. The morning star itself glints with silver and is still very beautiful despite its obvious age. Yeah, it's not a bad haul. Maybe we should open these things up more often. Wait, 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 wait. I got something to say. I got something for this. Kozla, like, rummages around in his bag, pulls out this, like, weirdly shaped, like, 
oblong, almost like a football bomb. Lights the fuse, tosses it up in the air, and it explodes. And, like, this sort of dust filters down everywhere. Uh, and I've cast Detect Magic. <laughs> Kozlo, as the dust catches on the magical items, the brooch begins to glow. As do the pipes. As does the weapon. I knew it! They glow! We got glow-in-the-dark rave pipes here! <laughs> Who possibly lived in this tomb? Some sort of warrior bard? Well, you're not sure, but the skeleton itself seems to have its jaw open in some sort of uh, macabre sort of scream. It looks as if it has been moved after death. Triana just begins picking up the, uh, he starts lifting the mace up from the, the hands of the skeleton. The skeleton. <clears throat> Let's go with the mace. The bones crumbling and cracking as you relinquish it of its weapon. Drian gives it a swish through the air. Yeah, it's not bad. Looks at Azriel. Might be useful for you. I can identify it if you guys want me to. Uh, Azriel, your <clears throat> your wisp friend appears out of your backpack. Oh, hello, wispy. Whatever you have done seems to have cleared the ominous aura surrounding this place. Thank you. Oh, there are very many of these um, uh, shards that have kind of a bad feel about them. I don't think we can take all of them. The wisp floats about a little bit. Oh dear. They seem to be wanting to charge up some sort of negative energy. Surrounding this entire area was this ethereal miasma. It became dangerous for those of us without bodies to even enter this place. Please forgive me for having you do our dirty work for us. But there was a significant amount of negative energy coming from here. And when you say uh, negative energy, does that just mean like bad mood or what are you talking about here? Why don't we, for now, leave this place and gather up as many of these as you can? We can't let the Duke take them. Sure. How many more can we fit? I feel like I, I feel like we filled up two bags already. If everyone commits to taking the lanterns, uh, you can procure them all from this room. I guess I I'll take some. Yeah. How how many is that? Uh, I would say there's about five per person. 
This is really going to make the bar look nice. <laughs> uh, any particular breakdown, Christina? I know last time there was some hate and some fear. Yeah, I will. I will give you a breakdown in Discord. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Tight. 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 Um, did Tugum? Did you want to look at these items? Uh, Seemed yeah. like you did. Yeah. So I have. Oh, you have so, to identify. What would you like to identify first? Uh, oh, do you need a pearl for this? You just got a pearl. Uh, uh, do we have an owl feather? I guess I don't know if I have an owl feather. I didn't see that I ever had. I needed regents. Uh, the, the other stuff is fine if, as long as you have a focus, which like you have your instrument. I think that's fine. Yeah, you can you can do it for sure. What do we what do we what do we think is going to be the most important thing to look at? Well, if you just want to take this pearl. Uh, it does not consume the pearl. You okay. just once you have a pearl, like anything with a gold value, as long <clears> as you <throat> have it on you, you're fine. Okay. So here. Okay, I'm not actually gonna walk over there because there's a thing in the way. But have a pearl. <laughs> Alrighty. I just like add this to my bag or whatever. Uh we can because you're probably going to use it immediately. You don't have to do okay. the bookkeeping. Well, it doesn't right. get consumed. This is a permanent yeah, just, thing. You, you can hold on to it. Okay. Um. So, would you want to look at the mace first, or? I don't know. Okay, what you it's up to you guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't have an opinion. I think you can even, if you have this prepare. Oh yeah, you always have this prepare. I think you can even just cast this as a ritual, so you don't have to use a spell slot. You can do it on all of them if you want. All right, let's do it. Right. Just takes more time. Yeah. You all take the ten minutes and identify these goods. Sure. Right. You begin casting the ritual to identify the items that you have procured. What is the first thing that you would like to identify? Mm. There's like a morning star, right, or a mace or something. Uh huh. It is a morning star. That's correct. Yeah. All right, that is a silver morning star plus one. Nice. Um, I've literally already forgotten everything we got other than the morning star. <laughs> a golden brooch emblazoned with image of a shield and pair of musical pipes. Well, obviously, we're going to go with the most important item, which is the musical pipes. So we're gonna go I'm with shocked that. that you didn't do that first, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm <laughs> pretty shocked that uh, you didn't do that first as well. Yeah, this check of the musical pipes, which I will be taking. Alright. You lift up the pipes and they appear to be a fine uh, set of pan, pan flute pipes. Um, and as you look at the inscription, you notice that there are small animals inscribed on them. Your identify spell tells you that these are pipes of the sewers. Now, pipes of the sewers will allow you to, if you are proficient with wind instruments, which we all know that you are, Bagpipe Man, uh, ordinary rats and giant rats are indifferent towards you and will not attack you unless you threaten or harm them. Now, these pipes have three charges. If you play the pipes as an action, you can use a bonus action to expend a certain amount of charges. If you do that, you can call forth swarms of rats with each expended charge. Uh, provided that you're in an area that could like feasibly have rats, uh, that's that's up to me. 
Um, if there aren't enough rats, the, the charge is wasted. Now, the swarms will come towards you by the shortest available route, um, and they will regain charges at dawn. Um, <clears throat> so, whenever a swarm of rats that isn't under another creature's control comes within 30 feet of you when you're playing the pipes, um, you can control the swarm by playing your pipes um, and have your swarms of rats obey your actions. Let's go. Somebody just got done watching Suicide Squad. <laughs> and then, alrighty, sweet. I'm taking those, obviously. And then I like to identify the golden brooch. Brooch. Brooch? Brooch. Brooch. Uh, this is a brooch of shielding. And while wearing this brooch, you have resistance to force damage, and you have immunity to magic missiles. And that's it. Uh, the brooch of shielding does appear to be like two intertwined and linked golden shields. Dreon, buddy, you want that golden shield? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Dreon, would you like me to add that to your inventory? Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Brooch of shielding. One moment. I'm, I added this to the, the notes to Christina. Okay. Who things are going to. I have added that to your inventory. Uh, it is in your equipment. And then who's yeah. taking the Morning Star? And I'm assuming Tugum is getting the uh, pipes. Those are now in your inventory. The pipes are under equipment, Tugum. Sweet. And who's getting the Morning Star? When you say something's plus one, what does that mean? Just like damage or? Uh, plus one to attack rolls and damage rolls. It is also considered a magical weapon for purposes of damaging targets that are uh, ethereal, for example. Some ghosts and things like that can't be damaged by non-magical means, so this does count as a magical weapon. It is also silver and will have other properties. Uh, d depending on, like, say, if you attack um, a, a werewolf man? or a vampire, perhaps. However, it is a very interesting weapon, a morning star. And perhaps not many can use it. I believe only... Uh, Azrael, Dreon, possibly? I'm not sure what artificers can use. But if you decide, you can also just keep it in your inventory for now. Yeah, low-key, it's utterly useless on Azrael, so... <laughs> above board. Don't give it to Azrael. Yeah, Kozlo can't exactly do much with it either. Uh, although, um, this diamond... Um, I know you all really like shiny things that provide some exchange for goods and services, but a service I could provide with it would be to bring one of you back from uh, being brutally murdered once. 
if you'd like to be brought back. That's a, that's a pretty good service. Yeah, I would like this. Right. Well, based on the enthusiasm here, it seems like uh, Drion <laughs> is definitely getting the res. Yeah, I think I think Drion makes the most sense for the Morning Star. Yeah. Or we just sell it, whatever. Like we can also just sell it. Yeah, it's fancy. Yeah, Drion, Drion wouldn't use a non-glaive. So yeah, fair. Was it like dishonorable? No, it just you know he's a. I mean, from my perspective, Dreon's kind of an old character who's pretty set in his ways, and he's used a glaive for like 70 years, so. That's fair. Old cats don't learn new tricks. Right. Could, I, <laughs> could I inscribe the Morning Star to be my arcane firearm? <laughs> what? What? So. Not I, I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I do have the ability to turn. It says a wand, staff, or rod into an arcane firearm, which uh, is a conduit for my spells. A morning star is not considered any of those, unfortunately. It's not considered a rod with it just is... extra parts. <laughs> it is You're not looking a... from that perspective. It is not a rod with extra parts, unfortunately. Hmm. Although. So... Although, uh, perhaps you could cobble something together. Oh, yeah, I figure at some point I'll find a stick and make that my thing. But <laughs> you just duct, my duct tape the stick <laughs> to it. Just, like, it would it's be a stick funny now. to <laughs> use the morning star for it. Uh, you, you know what? No, it's fine. Maybe. I'll, I'll find it. a stick. <laughs> just duct tape a stick to it. Get the stick. Oh, yes, please take the Morning Star and then tape a random stick that you found <laughs> to the end of it. It's a rod with extra parts. Please do this. All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'll take the, the Morning Star. Okay. I will, I will, after the next log rest, I will attempt to turn it into my arcane firearm, and upon failing to do that, I will just find some stick. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I have put the Morning Star plus one uh, in your inventory. And I'm going to actually mark it as a silver Morning Star plus one. There you go. I hate this, but I also love this. <laughs> but also very much hate it. The remains of the cemetery have gone quiet. And from what you've learned from the were-rats of the area... There are potentially people, denizens of Maginox, buried under the ground. You can choose to leave them there to their own devices and uh, leave this area with your charged up evil lanterns in your backpack. But it yeah. is entirely up to you. Well, I mean... We killed the thing. We stopped the whatever. Got these light bulbs. Are we good to go? Do we want to unbury people who are still well around? What they might uh, care us. 
what do we get out of that? They, they might they might pay us? Isn't that what people usually do at Gratitude? They give you things? Is that how that works? I'm sorry, I'm actually not sure. Wait, are they like... You mean there's people here that's buried that ain't even dead yet? Yes. That's what the lanterns are doing. They're being tortured underneath the ground by being buried alive. Yeah, was it, didn't the rats mention something, though, about the lanterns changing them into something or some such? Am I misremembering? No, it, uh, their pain and agony and suffering was going into the lanterns. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work. Um, Ezreal, Tugum, Koslo, make me an arcana check. Koslo's picking his nose. Uh, Asriel's distracted by Dreon. Uh, Tugum, from what the rats have told you, that the people buried underground, that they are keeping alive and um, not directly tormenting, they, they're they just the, the keepers, per se. Uh, but these people buried underground are charging these lanterns, and then the lanterns have seemed to have been placed here, inside this tomb. Now, for whatever reason, you're not sure, but the Nightmare Elemental was surely a byproduct of that. Okay. You can share that with the party, if you like. Oh, yeah. So, evidently, the people were, like, powering these crystals, and everything Christina just said, but obviously it's me telling you. You can you can RP it out. That's the the beauty of D and D. Okay, so from what I gather, the people buried here are powering these crystals, which created the byproduct of the nightmare elemental in this particular tomb. So there could be more of these tombs being powered by other people. And then I play my bagpipes because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> hit hit it. Hit it! Alright, hold on, I'm hitting it. Is it just like a defense mechanism? Just like, <laughs> oh god, attention's on me! I'm uncomfortable! It's uh, like throwing your smoke bomb, just like plays bagpipe anxiously. Not not like in an anxious all eyes on me, but in like a... Uh... Like the, the girl you like just walked in the room, so you just subconsciously start playing bagpipes. <laughs> Some people's nose bleed. Bagpipes compulsively. It's fine. It's just barred things, man. I'm uncomfortable. Let's hit it. But with that information, now with that information, you could potentially do many things. These lanterns are charged with an eldritch energy. You could take advantage of this. You have all of these lanterns. And in fact, with a little bit of guidance, maybe you could even replicate the effects or do something different. But you understand that these crystals, these, these lanterns that are currently charged with emotional power, uh, have currently been charged with fear and pain. So whatever you use or summon with it will not be delightful. 
but the power is currently in your hands. You could tell this wisp to fuck off. <laughs> you could tell this wisp that these are mine now, and your debt is paid. And you could use Duke Talus's knowledge for your own gains. You could also speak with the rats, summoning them with your pipes to get more information. There are many things you could potentially do. You could continue following at the behest of this ghostly wisp. But you all are beholden, not beholden to, but known by multiple different houses of Maginox. The vampires. The ghosts. Uh, and the drow, at this point. If all we cared about was money, I bet you House Vicatus would pay a lot for all these lanterns. It depends on what your end goals are. Do you want to be buried in money? The Vicadans certainly have a lot of it. The Umbralis, the ghosts, seem to want to help the denizens of Maginox. But I don't know what exactly lingers in the hearts of you, heroes. Are you heroes? Or are you villains? Mark. <laughs> but there is a or lot are of... are we dancers? Or are we dancers? <laughs> but there is a lot oh, of power currently in your hands. The choices are yours. Well, alright, no. This whole digging people up thing sounds like a lot of work for not really a great outcome. Why don't we just take these lights, take them back to the Umbrellas woman, and just, I don't know, get rid of them. Okay. You think we could charge these with, like, some other sort of... Like, they're all, like, fear and hate and anger and whatever. But what if yeah, we got no, them to no. charge with, like... I don't know. Whatever it is people do for fun. Uh, oh, <clears> like <throat> a party bomb? Paslo, you could make me an Arcana check. Actually, Arcana or History, I will allow either. Uh, I have significantly better Arcana. <laughs> uh, with enough, so with enough glue, you could do anything. <laughs> what if you glued all of the lanterns together and made a long turn? <laughs> You're no. distracted by that thought. What? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? If, what if we glued all of them together? Yes. It made a long turn. It's my invention. I got the copyright for it. In fact, you know, if you glued all the lanterns together end to end, they could be categorized as a rod. Yeah, right, this is this is taking a turn for the not productive again. Um, uh, so, Kozlo, your brain is now moving very fast at the potential for power. <laughs> Kozlo like grabs a couple of the like gems. He just starts smacking them against each other in weird ways, like he's experimenting. Clack, clack, clack. Uh, small red sparks seem to emit off of them when you <laughs> bang them together. All right, so. Uh, Lanterns, Umbrellas Woman, yeah, we, this good? 
Kazlo! He's banging <laughs> rocks together, <laughs> Unga Bunga. I mean, isn't no, the Kazlo, come dead, on! Isn't the Resing the Dead and being reborn sort of Azrael's thing? Like. Nope! Come on! Come no, on, buddy! Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Drian, like, kind of like guides him by the shoulder. <laughs> Oh, but she won't hit him, but she'll hit me. Uh, the the wisp will await you at the entrance to the cemetery. Uh, and actually, I'm going to make it glow so it's a little bit easier to see. Hang on. What if we just dig up one and see if... I don't know. See what's in there. I'm down. 100% down. What's in there? What What do you think is in there? A person being we don't know in. until we dig them up dum dum all right you know what that's that's really you know godspeed there's no gods here hey how you doing we're just gonna dig this guy up all right the werehead looks at you guys uh yeah he takes a step back <laughs> i flash i flash my rat pipe and i'm like yeah is right he squints are you gonna play me a tune? What? What is? What is that? I intimidate him and go. You know what this is, Mother Effer. So I have. I no can. I control your Whoa. people now. Whoa. Wow, you're so unnecessarily aggressive. <laughs> and that he is uh, frequently aggressive in circumstances that uh, do not call for it. <laughs> I love. I love your fucking rat's voice. <laughs> I love it. I respect your uh, musical ability. It's, I feel like it's very strong. And I say it is pretty strong, and I hit it with the bagpipes. Go! Ah! I'm not ready! Wait, hold on, I'm ready. And I don't break eye contact with the wear while I do that. That is... Honestly, not the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, I do a little I do a little curtsy bow. Yeah. He like keeps stepping backwards. So I'll uh, I'll leave you to uh lullaby and whatever you're deciding to procure out of that graveyard. I'll see you around. Catch you later, don't do drugs. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna do so many drugs. <laughs> <laughs> No! I'm a fucking rat. What else am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> Azrael, like, just full planks on top of this grave, like, face down, holds their their ear up to, to the gravestone, okay. and just starts, like, knocking. Hello? Hello, is anybody in there? Hello? Hello? Azrael, make me a perception check. Do I still have advantage to my wisdom checks? Yes, you do. <laughs> Don't need it, evidently! <laughs> Don't need it! You're powered by the bagpipes, apparently. Uh, Azrael, with your ear to the stone, there you know there is a lot of dirt between you and whoever is buried deep under here. And they're so deep down that their screams, no matter how hard they screamed, how loud they, or long they screamed, no one would hear them. And the only thing that you really pick up is your ear 
is pressed to the stone is a, a light rumbling, which could possibly be someone's voice. It seems to come and go, but only as a bit of resonance. And that's all you sense. You do not hear the screams, but feel the vocal vibration. Oh, I feel their screams. It continues for as long as you wish to listen. Oh, uh, do we want to get them out? Eh, they say the as they blank. May we here? Let's go ahead and pop this thing open. Hey, last one of these we cracked open. We got a whole bunch of good shit out of it. Do you all have shovels? How do you propose that you will dig this person out? Slink Coslo have like literally every every tool and device. Morning star. Morning shovel. Morning star. Kozlo uh, takes out the morning star and just starts smashing the top of the <laughs> the top of the thing with it. Uh, Kozlo, you start breaking the stone that is currently covering the grave below. It will take a significant amount of smashing to get through this way. Hysdrion <laughs> plays cards in the background. It may be hard to dig your way down with a morning star. Okay, I have an idea. Would would this work? If I were to use like whatever is handy, like I've got a crowbar and a pit and some other like little things that I could maybe make a small hole with. Mm-hmm. Could I dig like a small hole? And then chuck one of my firebolt grenades into that small hole oh. and cover it up. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> All right. Kozlo's just going to start digging the hole. Okay. Not really explaining anything. He's like, okay, I got it. I got a plane. I got a plane. And he begins to dig a small hole. In fact, you don't think you could get anybody out of a hole that size, but he's digging. And Kozlo, always having the right tool for the job, has a shovel. Where'd he get it? You don't know. While Kozlo's doing that, Azriel will go over to this one, fully trusting that Kozlo has everything under control. <laughs> uh, and they'll summon a spiritual weapon, which can take any form... Can I make a spiritual shovel? I will. I will allow that. I will allow it. Okay. Shovel bay. Shovel bay. You summon a your spiritual shovel. Shovbondo? I don't know. Shovbondo? <laughs> Dig Saifu Chan? and Shovbondo. There we go. All right. Please bust out your spiritual weapon and it will get to work. Wait. Is it already up at the top of it the is- map? I'm it's gonna bring it down. I got yeah, it. Nyom. Alright, and it begins to dig. I did not mean to make it to Gum's turn. 
I think I did that. <laughs> I was trying to get rid of the glowy thing around me. Wait, is my turn? We're doing something here? No, no, it's not. <laughs> beat ignore, beat. ignore that. All right. Kazlo, you have dug a small hole, just straight down, um, sufficient enough for you to drop your firebomb grenade in. Kazlo will look over at Azriel, see that Azriel's a little bit away already. Look over to Togum and be like, Hey, you might want to step back a little bit. I want a good view of this. All right, here we go. Fire in the hole! And he just chucks one of his grenades down in the hole and starts running away. There's a little... A brief silence. And then... Boom! And dirt shoots up into the sky. The headstone falls over. The stone on top of the grave kind of hops up and flops onto the ground at Azrael's feet. Dirt is everywhere, raining down on everyone. Dreon, your cards are covered in dirt. I fucking damn it. <laughs> your round is ruined. I said fire in the hole. The force Melissa kind of bobs away some dirt. That was very clever, Coslo. Azrael walks over and stares down the hole. Uh, the hole is very deep. Um, and on the top, you see the beginnings of a stone casket. Make me a perception check, please. Oh, Azrael, there is definitely something still living inside of that tomb. And you can hear it now as significant amount of scratching, clawing, now desperate, as it too has heard the noise of Kozlo's explosion. Kozlo notices none of this and is just admiring the giant hole he's now made. <laughs> it's a uh, great what? hole. In fact, you didn't even blow up the person inside. 100%. 10 out of 10. Very well done. Shavbanda will come over and, uh stop digging its hole and try and pry up the the lid to this casket. Alright. Shovbondo begins to pry at the uh, the top, but unfortunately it's still too covered in dirt to get it off. Oh, we'll finish we'll finish digging it out then. That's fine. Oslo will just slowly pull out another grenade and just <laughs> <laughs> And with a little bit of digging and a little bit of clearing, you clear out most of the dirt from the top of the casket. And now there is slamming coming from the inside. You hear. Well, shall we? Who pops Shall we it open? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, pop it open. Right. <clears throat> uh, can I pop it open? Can I do a check to see? Make me an athletics check, please. <laughs> <laughs> a 
It's too heavy, unfortunately. My Has- arms are tired. Arm spaghetti. Azrith, make me an athletics check to open the casket. I, I, I don't think I don't think that's necessary. Well, I mean, it's not terrible. With a bit, bit of grunting and heaving and telling Tugum to stop stepping on the lid of the casket, you reveal inside uh, what appears to be a bronze-skinned woman with orange hair, wearing what appears to be uh, a, a tattered outfit of a dancer. She gasps as the moonlight hits her face and she stares up at you with wild eyes. She looks significantly emaciated. She spits out some of the dirt that seems to have fallen on her face. (laughs) Help help me! (laughs) Oh, hello. How are you at service industry jobs. We happen to be hiring. <laughs> get, get me out of here. I'll, I'll, please, I'll do anything. Get, just get me out of here. Anything, oh, there we said. go, Coslo. Hey, we got more dances. Excellent. Probably gonna want to eat a hamburger too, though. You're a little bit, uh, a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit. Uh, I don't think you can say that to people, Coslo. What? Oh, sorry, is she vegan? My bad. <laughs> Have some uh, falafel. <laughs> she begins to scramble out of the uh, the tomb. <laughs> Nobody helps her at all. We're just just talking about food and her potential future employ. Uh, she, she begins to scramble out of her. Tomb, and she looks up out of the hole. I please help me get out of here, please. I just want out of here. Oh, you are out of here. Uh, she tries to climb up the side of the hole and struggles and fails. Oh. Uh. Shavbando just like hovers next to her. Like, make itself useful. And she as a ladder. She leans on it and begins to try and climb up out of the hole. <laughs> it just hovers up <laughs> with her with her on it. Uh, she scrambles and struggles. Oh god! She uh, stops struggling and like looks up at everyone. Oh, help! Yeah, we did that. She, she climbs up out of the pit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for helping me out of there. I... I, God, I, I think I've been in there for m- months. I, I I don't know. I, I, she holds Wait, look, her head. I put my finger to her lips and I go, Shh, we don't care. <laughs> uh, she cries. Um, Ezreal, the, the lanterns that are nearby... Uh, instead of flaring up with a red light, suddenly begin to go uh, and emanate with a black light. A dark and ominous purple. 
Uh, have we seen one of these before? Is this one of the fear ones? Or is it something different? Uh, make me an arcana check. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, memories of the past. One Ooh, of them. Okay. To add a five. Uh, this is new and is something more akin to hopelessness or despair. Kozlo's, like, eyes light up as the hamster has finally finished turning the wheel in his head. And he looks at the girl and looks at the, the like, stones and stuff. And goes up to her and goes, Hey, 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 no, 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 you're gonna be just fine. It's gonna be great. Listen, we'll take care of you. We got a great place. Uh, we'll get you out of here. We'll get you back. Uh, it's it's really great. It's my own bar and hotel and casino and everything. We'll get you taken care of there. We'll give you a great job. And he just keeps like saying like all the nicest oh. possible things he could think <laughs> of to her. Oh, be sure to tell her about the franchising opportunities. Uh, make me a persuasion check. Damn. If, all you right, had failed, if you had failed, I was going to try and intimidate her into doing it. <laughs> she uh, sniffs and wipes her eyes. We're back in Maginox? I, I, I can't go back to Maginox. This, this, place, this place is so terrible, full of horrors. It's terrible. I, why? Why would I? All right, not back there then. Listen. I know a guy who uh, runs a carriage, yeah, carriage, and uh, we can get you on that carriage. It'll take you as far away from here as you can get. She nods. Uh, yes, that, that that would be perfect. I please just get me out of here. Hazel looks over to see if any of the crystals are changing colors. Uh, the the one near Azrael is losing its purple aura very, very slowly. As you are giving her a little bit of hope. Ezreal picks it up and just hands it to her. Oh, here, take this. She looks down at it. What? What is this? I just hold on to it for protection. She looks down at it. Azrael glances at Coslo. And look, uh, we got food too. Yeah, we got a whole banquet that we've been planning. And uh, look, uh, we'll we'll take you straight to that banquet, which isn't Imaginox. It's somewhere else, and uh, it's gonna be so much food and great places. And yeah, your whole life's gonna be a million times better now. The woman doesn't seem to be paying attention to you anymore, Coslo. She's entirely focused on this lantern she's holding. Uh, her eyes have been glazed over for a while. Her mouth is hanging agape. As she just stares at it, it's shifting between the reddish light and the purple light. Kind of back and forth between the color spectrum. God damn it, that didn't work. All right, let's get out of here. All right, what are you doing? What, what happened? I was trying to get this chick to make one of these crystals into some sort of, like, amazing feel-better crystal, uh, but it didn't work. Ah, well, all right. 
I look okay, at Andrew. Well, good luck then. Uh, she stands there and she's still looking at the lantern. Can I snatch it out of her hands? Absolutely. You grab it, roughly. Uh, her face kind of contorts into a snarl. Give that back! She jumps towards you. I take a defensive posture and kick her. Can I, is she angled in a way that I can kick her back down into her tomb? Uh, no, she's not. You are, uh, excuse me, make me an acrobatics or athletics check, whichever is higher. Yeah. Uh, Tugum, you are most likely going to be tackled to the ground. One moment. Uh, Tugum, you are tackled to the ground by this woman. Uh, you yes. are currently prone. Uh, she is yes. on top of you. She tries to wrestle the crystal out of your hands. Give me that fucking crystal! It's mine! She screeches. Oh. Damn, girl! I didn't know you wanted to get this freaky, but I'm not really into dead girls, so I'm gonna need you to get off me. Help! <laughs> Help! <laughs> uh, Drion's gonna walk up and try to uh, basically pick her up slash restrain her. Uh, you can make me an athletics check. Uh, she seems to be clawing at Tugum now as you grab her arms and pull her off of him. Uh, she's got a wild look in her eyes. Almost feral. She screeches and continues scratching for Tugum. Give it back! Give it back! It's mine! Uh, Drion, so Drion rolled 23. I don't know if you want to roll against that. Um, she, you, you restrain her. Is but Drion, like, actually, like, sleep. Drion, like, lifts her up and puts his, like, each arm underneath one of hers via the shoulder and just kind of like, that's, yeah, that's enough. Calm down. Uh, she writhes. Uh... All right, one moment. Kind of hoping to roll higher and maybe also accidentally put somebody else to sleep. <laughs> uh, the woman, very abruptly in your hands, goes limp. Shh, go to sleep, go to sleep, shh, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And she begins snoring softly. Uh, Drion turns as she goes to sleep and he, like, looks around at all assembled. So, uh, what was the plan here? I kind of just making it up as we went, honestly. Ah. Okay, well, let's say we just leave her here, and we go. Well, I wasn't going to let her just keep the crystal. She started acting all fucking weird with it. Yeah, you know, it looks at Tugum. Uh, you know, underground rituals, things, torturing people. That, that would kind of be the expectation. Listen, bro, while you were over there playing cards and probably losing, because you're bad at it, we yeah, were I'm over like, here trying to figure stuff out. Talking, Drew, or, uh, Drew, she's gonna, like, put the woman down and then just, like, walk away again. Kazo has become bored with <laughs> trying to figure out the crystals, so he will also wander off. Yeah, whatever. He gets dumb. Alright, the woman is unconscious. Well, that felt like a good deed. Feel like we really made a difference today. <laughs> Drian, uh, Drian looks at the uh, wisp. 
Uh, hey, we have these things. Um, kind of want to give them to uh, Umbralis. All right. Let us reconvene back at Coslo's den. Yay, my den! Yeah, I kind of feel like the Vicadius woman might just show up and this could be a whole thing, but you know what? Whatever. Yes, you Kozlo. may have to navigate that very carefully. <sighs> Kozlo is... whistles at the ballista and tells it to pack it in. The ballista <laughs> packed. Uh, Drion actually stops on the way uh, there and just like gets in front of the wisp as best as he can. Look, I'm going to level. I'd prefer not to give this to Vicatus just because she pisses me off, but uh, if we're going to have to actually fight her or, or some shit to not give this to her, that's probably not happening. So either we find a way to give them to you now or at a place that is not Kozlo's den, or <clears throat> she's probably going to end up with them if she's there. Hmm. A fair point. Why don't we meet somewhere else just outside of Maginox? Yeah, good call. All right, one moment, please. Uh, from here, we are going to take a very quick five-minute break. To grab a drink, and then we will uh, continue to see what we all do with the lanterns. I will see you guys at, uh, call it 8, 822. All right, BRB. There's a whole bit where like, oh, don't say moist. I hate the word moist. Yeah. Who thinks gonna moist the Stanley Cup? <laughs> oh, we have a new. Oh wait, no, this is a previous disco. Oh wait, no, this is a new disco. New disco. All right, welcome back, everybody. I hear Kozlo, Tugum, Drian, you there as well? Yep. All right, welcome back. Uh. The Wisp leads you out of the graveyard and back towards a significantly safer place, but not exactly towards Maginox. It diverts you to a small, um, like, crevasse area outside of Maginox, where the terrain is getting a little bit more mountainous and a little bit more treacherous. The Wisp assures you that, at the very least, you will be alone here. And it begins to float up some steps through this cavernous area. Oh, fuck yeah. Human sacrifice, let's go! into an altar at the back of the um, at the back of the cliff and the ground uh, plunges away very steeply off the cliff here so be careful not to fall the wisp floats ahead gesturing to this excuse me uh, bobbing on top of this altar it can't gesture it doesn't have any hands From what you may have guessed, these lanterns are suffused with an incredibly potent 
negative energy stolen from the creatures the Duke has imprisoned. If it is your wish to destroy this energy, you may do so here. These particular altars are altars to what we refer to as the ascended, powerful, immortal beings who once walked the lands and now reside looking over us and protecting the lands of Arctis. If you wish to offer up this to the Ascended to purify it, place the lanterns here and give up the power and let it be returned to where it belongs. So is there like a finder's fee or something if we do that? A finder's... oh. Compensation. Well. The, uh, the wisp floats forward. Tell me, little one. And for you and your friends. Where do you go from here? What are your desires? You seem to have been caught up in a significant amount of trouble within Maginox. Many houses are interested in what you are doing. Do you wish to stay and have more adventures but be in potential danger? Do you wish to ally yourselves with a house and gain great potential new allies? What are your plans? Start our own house, House of Tugum. Let's go. <laughs> Tria just fucking snickers. <laughs> Believe me, if your desires are to live in comfort and warmth within Maginox, there are many options to do so. But comfort comes at a price. Yeah, and that price is gold, so I just need as much of that as I can get. If it is compensation you require, then House Umbralis can also provide. However, our current duty... <laughs> duty. ...is to eliminate the presence of these, these shards. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Look, I don't... I gotta be honest, what I've learned in Matchnock so far leads me to believe that I don't want anyone having this shit. I chuck one of my shards off the cliff. I want to do that. I just want to chuck it off the cliff. <laughs> uh, the, the wisp kind of like turns as the, the shard goes, and then just cling, 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 cling. That's not exactly how the wisp kind of like floats over the edge. Oh, it is really down there, isn't it? Well, that's... Well, that's what... Hmm. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> the wisp... <laughs> the wisp kind of bobs back forward. Well, tell me Cosmo, adventures. Cosmo, you think you throw one further than me? Is that what drives you? 
money? Do you wish to remain in Maginox? Do you want to continue adventures? I want to know of the four of us who can throw a crystal the furthest off the cliff. Don't <laughs> throw the crystals. They must be destroyed. Cause I'll give you 10 gold if you can beat my throw. Well, there you go. I'm a standing there in 10 gold for just one of these things right now. If the wisp could put a hand on its forehead, it would. <laughs> Listen, wisp lady thing. You're asking all these complicated questions. I don't think that far ahead gets you killed in my line of work. All I'm worried about gold, right now is gold, I got five, these crystals. Four, three, two. I will easily give one. you a hundred gold. All right, all right, hundred gold. Yeah. Tugum, you got a counter offer? Hundred gold and one copper. Sold. The wisp floats backwards. Place the crystal upon the altar. Uh, Drew, you want to use one of yours first? I, uh, I'm kind of sh short one here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do this because this is fucking stupid and, and you're a goddamn idiot. <laughs> uh, Alright, I check one. I put one of mine on the, uh, the altar. Just one. I asked the wish, hey, what color should I put on here first? The color itself does not matter. The process will take but a moment. Okay, well, I didn't ask you that. I asked you what color I should put on here first. Red. <laughs> the wisp <laughs> says annoyedly. <laughs> I placed one red one right dead center of the altar. The wisp floats forward. Good. Should only take a moment. And the color begins to drain from the crystal as it begins to dim. That's it? Well, yes. The altar is absorbing the ambient energy and is returning it back to the whisper bobs around well what we would consider the essence of Arctis the essence of Arctis and now you're talking hey, that sounds like some oh. big scene shit right there Can I, I want to see if the whisper's lying you can absolutely read its facial expressions. Yeah, you can incite the wisp. <laughs> Go ahead. I feel like I feel like this isn't going to work out the way I think it is. <laughs> Does it ever? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, the wisp is very hard to read, as it has no face and thus no emotions. You can get an Ooh, idea of its oh, current temperament from the tone no, 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 of its I voice. Idea, I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Go on. I want to cast Minor Illusion of a Crystal on the altar. Okay. Can I do that? Yes. All right. <clears throat> you create a small illusion of a red crystal upon the altar. There, there you go, Wisp. Uh, there's another one for you to break. Oh, I'm not doing it. 
Just wait. And the wisp watches the crystal. Do you... What else do you do to it? Why don't you make me a why don't you make me a performance check to make a convincing enough illusion? Mm. Nope. The wisp. Nothing seems to be happening. Strange. Why don't you put another one on there? Can I cast another minor illusion? Sure. I mean, the the crystal is still there. You can you can uh, cast it, so you can uh, have two on there. Okay, you have a second crystal on there. Very good. So, if you want the illusion to be convincing, they need to dim light and then disappear. Do you have them at least dim a little? Or do you have them just standing there, or sitting there, statically? Uh, yeah, I'm dim a little bit. Okay. Do you have them disappear? Sure. Okay. The wisp, not detecting any deception, just sees the crystals go. You can put all of them on there, you know. It doesn't have to take a significant amount of time. The wisp now seems irritated. Azrael just, like, steps up, like, pushes past everybody, and dumps 20 on the altar <laughs> from the ones that they previously collected, and then also the ones that we got after that Nightmare Elemental. Okay. Kozlo will see that and just, like, start and go, all right, all right, and he just starts piling his own on there also. Yeah, Adrian does the same. Listen, Wisp thing, we're kind of going out on a limb here because we got these crystals and they probably worked something to somebody, so you better be making it worth that while. That's all I'm saying. I'm keeping the rest of mine. I'm, I'm, I'm minor illusioned. I'm minor illusioned the rest of mine out. Okay. Uh, Tugum, so you have uh, five lanterns. Well, he okay. threw one off the oh, cliff sorry, and he four put lanterns. one on the altar, so he has three left. Oh, that is correct. Okay, Tugum, you'll only have three. Yep, I want to keep my last three. Everyone else, do you place all of your lanterns on the altar? Yep. Yep. Okay. And soon enough, whatever this large monument is doing, it absorbs this energy from the crystals. And soon enough, the crystals are reduced to a gray stone, kind of like quartz and not emitting any light. The wisp seems satisfied with this. Good. Good. Finally. That, that energy has been returned back to Arctis. Thank you. These emotions and feelings, these crystals that embody this, are actually parts of this world. And everything from you and I, and especially you, the wisp bobs towards Azrael, are made of these things. It is the essence of creation. And one not meant for mortal hands. If you wish to do more work for the Umbralis, 
we can offer you various enticing rewards, as it seems that you are motivated by such. And us, masters of the spiritual realm, can offer you not merely gold and power, but the ability to walk between worlds, the spiritual and the physical, and how to harness the power of the ethereal. If that is something that interests you, then continue working for House Umbralis. And I assure you, you will not be want for any need. And coin will go flow freely as you put your mortal lives in danger. There are certain things that you can do that we cannot. And defeating things of this sort of emotional and spiritual nature, such as nightmares, are not things the Umbralis can tackle easily. For we, as, we are just as susceptible to the magics that the Duke is using. Excuse me, we are very susceptible to the magics that Duke is uh, utilizing. Sorry, I said that very poorly. Aside from that, we can teach you how to imbue weapons with spiritual power and offer the protection of ghosts and wraiths and all of those that have returned to this world through Arctis's blessing. Power and knowledge are at your disposal and your potential is endless. Alright, you had me at your potential is endless. The wisp bobs up and down. One thing we do require, however, is loyalty. The wisp now floats forward with an almost, almost ominously. You're gonna ask me to, like, slice my thumb open or something? That's a hard no. No, not, not quite. However... What do you mean, not quite? <laughs> we do not require physical essence from you, but spiritual, a bond stronger than word, stronger than promises, a fealty, an oath, that will bind you to House Umbralis. And one that will both allow you to cross the realm between worlds as well. And there... Uh, Wisp, can we have a moment to discuss this amongst our group, please? Absolutely. And let, let it be known that the realm ethereal also holds great potential for riches. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said the money would flow. We got that part already. Very well. I will give you your time. The wisp floats away. Kazlo, like, starts checking the altar for any sort of, like, listening devices or anything. <laughs> Alright, so let's run this back, Dreon. Nah. 
so we can be give up our souls basically for moving between worlds and supposedly lots of money we can serve what's her face vicatus also lots right. of money and we get the nightclub but nightclub doesn't have a bartender kind of a deal breaker for me right it now. did have a bartender except you kept being a dick to the one we had <laughs> well, he's spit my eggs so you know he didn't <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> hey, you spitting your own eggs hey it's possible okay but uh i'm not about to admit that mistake in front of all those people right <laughs> uh we put on the altar and have him disappear <laughs> turns gray and disappears <laughs> we can go freelance, continue doing freelance work, kill Dreon's uh, brother-in-law or whatever. And we still kind of got to kill the Duke. What's the vote looking like right now? Well, I've been thinking on this a lot, and I'm going to level with you. I think I'm actually out after this one. I am. Uh kind of figured time in Maginox would look different, and ever since joining up with you all, no offense to, to you all, except Tugum, full offense intended, uh, it's just been a, a little bit of a kick in the beans basically every day, so I'm uh, going to be hitting the road after this one. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. No, it's it's not really open for debate. This is just kind of how that's going to go. I'm opening it for debate. Nope. He's so, a scaredy cat, Kozla. Yeah. yeah, and you're brain dead. So, yeah, choose what you all want to do. I just don't really want these uh, fucking whatever they are to end up in the house of Vicatus. So you do care. <laughs> no, I just don't like that fucking Vicatus woman. Did you see how she jerked down on my goddamn beard? Yeah, but she also was the only person that managed to make Togum shut up for like five minutes. Fair. You gotta consider the whole body of work, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you leave after this, Dreon, we don't get to get your little revenge from your freaking uh, cat buddy. Well, one, that's where you're wrong. I could just do it myself. And two, if I leave town, it's really not a consideration. You really gonna want go kill four guys by yourself, buddy? You don't want our well, help? No, you don't need our help? I, I, I figured this was self-explanatory, but I don't know why I would have thought that with you. You just catch him alone while he's sleeping, while he's taking a shit, while he's beating off. You find him alone, and then you kill him. <laughs> yeah, because that works so well for you when you try to do that to the Duke, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a Leonin. I don't know if you've noticed. A little different. Do Leonin's, like, beat off differently than the Duke does or something? I'm not quite following here. Dreon looks at Kozlo for a moment, considering it. I would imagine so. <laughs> I guess the fire would probably get in the way, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, honestly, this is beyond me, as most of our conversations are. <laughs> Azrael, care to weigh in? Oh, um, it's not my decision to make. If Dreon wants to go... He is certainly welcome to. Not that decision. I... The decision about who we're going to team up with. 
Oh, um, well, the Vicatus woman is a bitch. <clears throat> Alrighty, ethereal soul transfers. Here we go. I'm not too keen on the whole idea of selling whatever's left in my soul at this point. So don't. Doesn't mean we can't still work for them, right? Yeah, they said there was like some sort of eternal bond with the soul or something. I don't know how I feel about that. That a big marriage guy, Coslo? <laughs> Listen, I'm a free goblin. I try not to tie myself down. The wisp peers back around the corner. Have you had enough time? No, fuck off! Oh! <laughs> the wisp disappears! Who's <laughs> 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 just falls on the ground, rolls away. Okay. Uh, uh, We're having a moment here! Give us a minute! <laughs> I guess well, I'll go get that crystal time. you threw over the cliff! I'm not entirely sure I have a soul to even really be bound. So, I'm not concerned. But you both should be very concerned. Yes, of course. <laughs> you are very prone to death. Eh, I'm in a uh, fuck it and see what happens mood. Eddie. <laughs> fuck around, find out. Fuck around, find out mood. There's only one speed here. <laughs> Well, the wisp ain't gonna come back, bitches. <laughs> By the way, guys, I kept a couple of these uh, lanterns. You guys want one? <laughs> Two gum. Azrael looks at you. Fine. I put two of my remaining three on the altar. Insight check. Okay. <laughs> Do you do you still do you still have you still given me the uh, the wisdom advantage? Is that still up? How long does that last? Is it going to be your own undoing? Uh, let me see. Was it enhanced ability? I uh, hold on. Let me look at it. Enhance. If I can spell again, enhanced ability lasts for one hour. Is it still up? DM. <sighs> That's okay. We'll take that. Twenty-two insight check. Okay. Uh, he's he's holding out on you. He's shifty-eyed, looking back, uh, holding. No, holding I want to legit. Bag. I want to legit put two on the altar. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Azrael narrows their eyes at you. All right, Azrael, listen. I'm gonna get rid of the last yeah. one, but it's gonna be hilarious when the wisp comes back. So I'm just holding it on for a little trick, you know. Explain. <laughs> I'm going to Kobe off the edge again when we leave. Do the turnaround so, jumper off the cliff. So you won't actually destroy it. Eh, it'll get destroyed eventually. Or some random other horrible person will find it and do bad things with it. Or a good person will find it and do the right thing and destroy it. We don't know. <laughs> Two gum. Azrael. <laughs> we have a saying where I come from. It's called Uh-oh. For the Keck W's, alright? <laughs> Two gum. <laughs> the fuck even is a Keck W? 
No one really knows. In Azrael cast command. <laughs> Son, of Son of a <laughs> Tugum, you, you crit fail. Azrael's command takes over your mind. What is your command, Azrael? Place them all on the altar. Uh, the command will be drop, and you drop the lanterns. Oh, fair enough. Well, it can it can be something else. But, yeah. Oh, it has to be one word. It, it has to be yep. yeah, one word. So yep, drop. Fine. Okay, you drop the lanterns on the ground at your feet. Drop, drop. They plop Asriel into the picks snow. them up. Before Azriel can get them on the altar, I go to intimidate him into dropping them. Uh, intimidation doesn't work that way, but you can certainly <laughs> roll a one and pathetically grovel <laughs> for them. Uh, no, my crystal! Uh, you slip on the ice and go prone. Uh, you're like that little, like, peepo meme where he slips on the cafeteria and he's face down, he's looking up at you crying with his food splayed everywhere, and Azrael's <laughs> standing over you with the lanterns, like, pathetic. No, honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, the dice, the dice had something to say in this moment. And I really feel, I really feel like Tugum should learn from this. I know he won't, but there was something to be said. The universe sent you a message. You just spaghettied your crystals all over the ground. The saying is actually fuck around and find out. Like, <laughs> you're bound to find out someday. <laughs> The two ones in a row, he found out. Got some three on Ezreal puts the lanterns on the altar. Okay. The lanterns are placed on the altar as Tugum is face down in the snow from either embarrassment or being wounded. And he, we're not sure at this point. Ezreal turns oh, around and just pats Tugum on the head. There, there. See, it wasn't so hard. <laughs> Sad people noises. <laughs> I choose to remain in this position, even though I have the ability to stand up. That might actually Bad. make it better for the whole so sucking thing that's about to happen. So good call. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wisp comes back, and now. Oh hey, how you doing? Suck me, beautiful! <laughs> I scream face down in the snow. <laughs> Well, it appears that your bard is having a moment. It's been a while coming. Uh, four spectral figures float up from behind the wisp. Are you ready to make a contract? <laughs> I'm actually going to be. Uh, I'm actually going to be sitting this one out. I pull down my pants to reveal my butt. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the wisp uh, looks at Azrael. For you, my dear, it is not necessary. Oh, what? How come I'm the only one that's got to get his soul sucked? Oh. They're going through my back door, Kozlo. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, oh. okay. I work for this soul. Oh, my dear. Kozlo, my sweet little man. We don't soul suck. That would violate us, the sanctity of Maginoc's rule. That freedom 
is paramount. And the ability for you to make your own choices is what makes us separate from the mindless undead. We're not going to suck your soul. I'm just saying, uh, I'm just a little guy, you know, it's kind of cramped in here with just one of us already. Not a, not a big fan of the whole idea of taking on a roommate, if you know what I mean. Some of us don't have that choice and come back with multiple souls intertwined. Isn't that right, Ezreal? Oh, um, I suppose. Did you really just say know. freedom of choice or something, though? I feel of like course. I'm not, 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 not okay with this stranger danger. <laughs> there you go, Kozlo. You're going to be a short green version of Azrael now. God, don't <laughs> worry, Kozlo. Your spirit and your will and desire will be your own. But this will offer you a way to walk between worlds safely. You will not be able to do that on your own. It is a, a passenger, and nothing more if you want it to be. But if you get bored, you may be able to strike up a conversation with them. They might like that. But their Listen. duty is to facilitate you. <laughs> duty. Listen, there's more than enough conversation happening up here already, let me tell you. The ghost floats forward. <laughs> Oh no, Kozlo to fall. <laughs> Be careful, little one. You don't fly as my friends do. Kozlo, <laughs> like, looks over behind him. If it's any consolation, Kozlo, I have 12 of them, and they're not so bad. Well, no, some of them are actually very quite bad. Never mind. Drian looks, Ignore Drian me. Looks back. Drian looks back. What about the one that was doing all the stabbing? He seems like a dick. <laughs> yes, he, Tanner is awful. Fucking objectively Tanner. awful. Kuzzle, like, is completely not encouraged by this whatsoever. <laughs> he's, like, inching himself as close to the edge as he can get. Oh, but Alexi, he's actually quite a bit of fun. He likes to drink. <laughs> the ghost, uh, does not get closer. Uh, but does not step back. In Arctis, Kozlo, if your mortal form were to perish, there is a chance that you can return. Did you know that? Okay, but I don't see how that means I gotta take on a sidecar. <laughs> And if that mortal form rides across the Arctis life stream and returns, sometimes it can come back with a mix of memories and personalities. But that does not mean that they are not themselves, that they are not a person and cannot be happy. The wisp bobs back at Asriel. It's merely a second chance. Yeah, this... we have one of those already. And we can ensure, at least for a brief time, that your soul does not split and dissipate amongst the, uh, the various streams of life in Arctis. 
I, I assure you the methods are strange. Is there anything I can do to comfort you? Well, you can stop talking about how weird it is for one! <laughs> the, the wisp uh, floats over to Azrael. I'm... I'm struggling to have your friend understand. I'm merely trying to help. Ezreal goes over to Kozlo <clears throat> and kneels down. Uh, meanwhile, there is a ghost in Tugum's butt. Oh. <laughs> Just dives right in. Bloop. Kozlo. Joke's on you, ghost, because I ain't leaving this spot. There's nothing that I can say that will reassure you of much, I don't think. Off to but the I great can... start! But I can promise that I'll be there with you every step of the way. And I assure you, nothing you would be experiencing would be anything that would be new to me. So we could talk about it. But at the end of the day, it's your choice. I won't force you. And neither will they. Kazo seems like he's really mulling it over. Kazo, do you speak orc? No. Alright. I stand up and pull my pants up and start screaming in orcish at Kozlo to make him think that I'm possessed by the ghost. <laughs> make me a performance check. Okay. Uh... Tugum is screaming and orcish. Uh, he he seems very riled up for some reason. In, in oh, Jesus, it's he's, it's, it's very happening. unnerving. Help! <laughs> no, you got this. This is fine, Coslo. No, <laughs> I start chasing after. Uh... <laughs> he's gonna. Okay, uh, Drian is going to grab Tugum as he runs by. I, uh... No, never mind. Uh, yeah, he actually puts Tugum in a headlock. Okay, you Could are... you shut the fuck up for, like, five seconds? <laughs> no, I cannot. Drian's just gonna hold him there. And just he, has me, him. he has me just a headlock, right? So I still have full use of my arms? Uh, you are currently being grappled, so you are under the grappled condition. Uh, where's my grapple? There it is. So I, I, I do not have access to my arms at all. Uh, so right now your speed is zero. Uh, you, well, you just really can't move. So you're just, you're just grappled, but you can continue to like, you can attack, you can attempt to escape. Uh, however, you are going to be held there until, uh, at least for a round as the grapple persists. I, I look up Adrian and I go, I, I try to play my bagpipes. Uh, if if he's got him in a, a chokehold, uh, you will eventually and quickly run out of air. Just one good toot. <laughs> you let out a pathetic <clears throat> from your bagpipe. Uh, 
Christina, out of curiosity, what would it look like? So I've never dealt with like sub dual damage before, but what would it look like if Dreon just wanted to like knock him out? Not like hurt him, but just knock him out. Uh, it's well, Azrael's probably going to make your uh, job easy and attempt to put Tugum to sleep. Azrael is going to cast sleep at third level. Okay. Okay. Oh Jesus. Does Tugum have greater than 39 hit points? No, he goes to remaining. sleep. Remaining. Uh, Tugum goes to sleep. Dreon is awake. Kozlo goes to sleep. No, no, no. It's only, it's it's cumulative. So it targets Tugum first. It consumes the 39. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, uh, I did not know 5th edition sleep worked like that. Okay. Tugum, uh, you peacefully fall asleep. Uh, your bagpipe goes, oh. Dreon. What about my soul guy? It doesn't do anything for you. Okay. Uh, Tugum, you have a nice little nap on the ground for a moment. And the bagpipe. This is the most use I've ever gotten out of sleep, for the record. <laughs> just <laughs> putting have, the fucking just have Tugum to in your party. <laughs> <sighs> well, we will not continue until. Well. Kozlo accepts our terms. Unfortunately, we do have to require some semblance of, well, loyalty and knowledge. It's not permanent, right? No. Maybe? Perhaps you can explain that then. Kozlo, this is only a temporary arrangement during the terms of this condition, and I assume that you can back out when you choose to. Oh, yes, uh, here. Come, come. Uh, and the ghost that is in Tugum uh, comes out. Bloop, bloop. See, it's just like merely that easy. From behind one of Dreon's legs. Please, I assure you, only while we are working together will we have to do this. And if you feel uh, uncomfortable at any time, you can tell the ghost to leave. Dreon looks up. Is this the thing we did before when we were in the other uh, realm? This is a little bit more formal, as we are going to get to know each other very well. And you will be able to cross into the realm ethereal on your own. Well, not me specifically. He looks down at Kozlo. I look. You got a choice here. You can work with Vicatus. She's probably not gonna do any weird spirity oath shit to you, but oh, she most certainly Vicatus. will. The the wisp speaks up. <laughs> oh, in well, fact, okay, they, so they, they generally go. go through a ritual known as blood binding. It's yeah, much so... more crude. Okay, well, so options A or B here, or you just I don't know give up on whatever this is. So it seems to me best thing here is just to kind of man up and, and just get it done. Doesn't look like it hurts. Tugum certainly wasn't acting like it hurt. No, he was just acting like an asshole. Well, yeah, but that's just, that's Tugum's condition. You probably wouldn't do that. Is Tugum's pants still around his ankles? No, he's, he's pants, he's pants full. He's full no. of pants. pants. He's full of pants. <laughs> and maybe having a ghost knocking around in his head will make him more manageable I doubt it 
<laughs> yeah, I, I am inclined to agree. I don't see that happening. Kazel like looks up at Drian. He's like, I mean, it's all very easy for you to say, Mister. I'm leaving forever. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> Drian just shrugs. Make I promise, Kazlo, <laughs> if the ghost hurts you in any way, I will destroy them utterly. Azrael glances at the ghosts. The, the wisp says, This is true. Azrael does have knowledge and the ability to uh, manipulate the spiritual realm. They are no stranger to our world. And any time I tell you to fuck off, you'll just fuck off? Absolutely. Kazel, like, steps up to the ghost. Wait, you're not the one that was up Togum's ass, are you? <laughs> no, no, that was... She points at the other ghost. She's a freak. You're not gonna go up my ass, are you? No. Hey. <laughs> uh-huh. If you like, I can go in like a scarf or a, like a like even a, a, a bomb or or something. Sears <laughs> perk up. Someone finally said the magic word. <laughs> I can Wait, even be in an object. What are we talking about? Oh, why anything, <laughs> really? Yeah, you're gonna have to narrow it down. Come on, talk to me. Ah, well, I know you like explosions. So, yeah. have you ever seen a thunder-powered crystonimum explosion? I'll tell you, the absolute resonance it emits when it explodes can sever a cliff from a mountain. Jesus, and I thought chrysanthemums were just flowers. She, she kind of opens her mouth and closes it. Uh, once I studied artificery and I was very good at making things blow up unfortunately that's how I got here she smiles oh then it's okay so yeah all right yeah yeah it's the kind of roommate I could have what's your what's your name then <laughs> my name's Beatrice 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 yeah. Greenfinger yeah it's kind of got a ring to it oh I'm taking your last name. It's so soon. <laughs> I mean, you didn't tell me yours, so I figure that's just how this works. Oh, I suppose in this form, I don't really have a family anymore, so the family names Even tend that. to lose meaning. Greenfinger, then. No strings attached. I like it. We should have a lot of fun together. All right, yeah, climb on in. Just not up the, just not up the, not at the back end, you know. Oh no, and let me teach you a little bit about. Manipulating Borean shards and how to make them into big bombs. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, if, if you like, she can possess a, uh, an object that you own, even a cannon, if you like, Kozlo, instead of possessing your body. Oh, every time I summon a cannon from now on, I'm sending her into it. Okay, your cannon will now have a, uh, a, a personality attached to it. So basically, uh, your cannon will also love to blow things up. 
Excellent. How is that different than right now? Uh, well, the cannon, the cannons don't have personality. They're just robots. Now, the, the part now they're going about to have attitude. To blow stuff up. Oh, that's not going to change. But also, she is going to teach you um, a special magical spell that I will add to your character later. It is a custom spell, and one of the first we are going to have an Arctis. Huh. You hear that, Trion? New shit! Ah, have fun! The second Trion ghost kinda... steps forward. Looks at Tugum. She, uh... <clears throat> lifts a small, like, spectral harp. And she plays it a little bit. She looks at you eagerly, Tugum. Do you respond with the melody in kind? Tugum's I, asleep. I'm asleep. Oh. She hops back in. Whoa, you can't do that. <laughs> Is it through the same way as before, or...? Uh, she'll go in through the nose this time. Ugh. <laughs> you never go ass to nose. <laughs> she, but she left when she got put to sleep, so now she can just come and go? That's not part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you said like yeah let's do this at the start that's not like a yeah let's do this only this time I can revoke consent yeah but, what are we what are we what are we talking about in Arcus here you you're asleep shut up. uh the last <laughs> ghost looks at Azrael and waves and waves again and waves each time uh, greeting your individual personalities she just greets them. Oh, okay. The wisp <clears throat> bobs in front of Drion. I wish you safe travels. If you like. Yeah. She will guide you out of Maginox and ensure safe passage. Ah, well, well, that's nice of you all. Sure, thanks. It is the least we can do. You did us a kindness. Drown, Drown actually, like, smiles slightly. And thank you. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna look back at the the rest of everyone. Yeah, well, it was short-lived, and I'm gonna be honest, I almost killed Tugum, I think, seven or eight times, but... Nah, you're all not so bad. Good luck with everything. Stay in touch! <laughs> he looks back. Oh, and when you see that Vicatus bitch again... Tell her to go fuck herself. <laughs> Goodbye. Right, and the ghost and you float off. And for now, <clears throat> the ghost, excuse me, the wisp, addresses uh, you two. And of course, the sleeping Tugum. All right. Now our next step will be to reconvene in the ethereal realm, and we will discuss our next moves. And that's where we'll end today's session. Uh, so, just to let everybody know, uh, unfortunately Dreon will de be departing from, uh, from the Kamos game, uh, just for scheduling issues, so thank you very much. 
to Rob for joining us for Camos. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for having me. You are always welcome back at any time if scheduling issues uh, change up. Uh, but for cool. now, thank you all. I, I greatly appreciate it, especially you. And uh, I will see our normal ascended crew on Wednesday. And I will see you guys next week as you have uh, decided to ally yourselves with House Umbrellas. And you will go on many, many spectral-themed adventures. It should be very fun. Cool. I, I thought you leaving was just like an RP thing, not like an actually well, leaving thing. Well, it's, I mean, it's technically both. Um, you know, there was roleplay there. Yeah, no, unfortunately, um, just with everything going on at work, I just don't have, like, the ability to fully commit, like, what usually ends up being uh, most weeks, like, three sessions um, a week to D&D, so I just kind of to make a choice there, but um, no, it was a lot of fun playing with you all. Um, Charles, especially, like, I hope you never felt like I was actually mad at you, the human, <laughs> um, but obviously, like, your character and Dreon, just Dreon being military background, didn't get along, but it was a lot of fun playing with you all. I'm sad. It was good playing with you. Sage. Cool. Well, I might be back in the future for like a, you know, Christina can always hit me up if you need one more person and like my schedule's not bad that week. So, um, cool. I'm going to play one. with you again and I'm going to finish annoying you to the end of the thing. <laughs> you <laughs> will somehow, happen. somehow. Uh, <laughs> for now, you guys are free to go. Thanks for playing. And uh, I'll see you guys in Discord and I'll see the Ascended crew on Wednesday. All right, have a good night, guys. See you guys. Good night. All right. Well, that's it for Kamos today. And yes, we do have uh, Dreon departing from the game. And we will potentially see about getting uh, a fourth player. I usually like playing with four. But I, I want to make it uh, natural and find a good fit for the game. So until then... Thank you for watching. Thank you for the follows. Greatly appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed the session. As I mentioned, we will be back with Ascended on Wednesday. Commas on Monday, Ascended on Wednesday. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you next time.